steal. It's the quick Blue look. Steel. This is the intro move of intro moves, okay? So you don't look, and then you look right at the camera, and you go, hey, we're fucking doing it right now. This right is now. the first episode of Wiener and Out. I'm Bearded, a.k.a. Spencer, with Kyle, a.k.a. Fun Kai, and Yo, we're going to nerd out for a bit. We are, we are. So let's get right right off the break into it. I already did it. We're doing it. We're rolling right now. We're in. We're on. All right. Let's do this. So we got this little ditty that DC dropped the other day called uh, The World Needs Some Heroes. It's essentially just like a collection of what to look forward to in the next year of DC movies and shows. Probably just movies, I think. But let's let's roll into it. Sparkles. My son dreamt of a better world. That's why he saved me. Can't get enough Dwayne Rock Johnson. You can go. I really look forward to that. Any universe. My fight to save this one. What could be greater than a king? The hero. I just got goosebumps. You're telling me. We don't stand up, no one will. Come with us. It's a glorious world out there. Waiting for you. Are you in? Man, they got some shit coming out this year, bro. I am so in. It's just fucking crazy. They they got Batman, The Flash, Black Adam... And Aquaman too. Yep. Everything I see about this Black Adam movie looks insane. Like, have you seen that clip of uh, that Dwayne posted a while back, where it's like the dude gets fucking just instantly ashed by lightning. He gets struck by lightning. He just yes, turns to ash. Yes, yes, yes. That shit is crazy, dude. They're not fucking around no, with the, that movie. No, these movies are coming in hot. They are coming in hard. They look. This looks really good. Uh, yeah, this dude. is the kind of stuff I've been waiting for. You know, Marvel's got their whole thing going on right now, which I love. And I've been waiting for DC to kind of put out their own uh, spin on these things, uh, start producing these movies. Because like, they have so many great stories that they really need to start sharing. Yeah, dude. This Flashpoint movie is going to be good, too. Like, do you know? I love Flash. Do you know much about the Flashpoint storyline? Uh, no, not Flashpoint. No. Uh, watching the uh, TV series there. Oh, okay. Uh, really good. Yeah, man. No, and the f- this Flashpoint story is going to be pretty dope. So it's like, it's still taking place in the Snyderverse, but essentially the Flash goes back in time. So he uses like his ability yeah. to run fast as he does. And he runs yeah. so fast that he goes back in time. And then he's oh, like... Because okay. he's... I don't think he... I can't remember how he ends up going back in time. I think it's like kind of by accident. But he ends up going back in time and he goes so far back that his mom's not dead. And then the okay, whole thing so becomes, the, show then. the whole thing becomes like a pretty perplexing predicament for him because he's got to decide like whether he should try to save his mom. And then it's like, Wait, so he's like changing the past. If anybody's ever seen the TV series knows that to do that is very bad. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's things, time. Tra- it's time happen. travel one-on-one, bro. You don't fuck exactly. with time. What happened happened. Just just leave it. Yeah. Mistakes were made. That's that's how we learn. That's how we grow. You leave it be. Don't touch it. 
Yeah, dude. But I think that's going to be good. I don't. I fucking oh, yeah. hate Jason Momoa. I'm going to look right in the camera and just tell you. <laughs> I don't fucking like this guy, okay? I think he's stupid. Why he's not? got stupid hair. He's got a stupid face. He's got, I don't know, stupidly rugged good looks. I'm kind of jealous, but like he's, I just don't like him. He's like the moment. My problem with this guy is he is himself in every movie. And that's not a problem. It's not a problem because he, he is that guy very much. And he's like, he is himself. My problem is it's like every time you see him, you're like, it's fucking Jason Momoa. He's going to do the same stupid shit he did in that movie, in this movie. And it's just every fucking movie, he's the same character. He's Jason Momoa <laughs> pretending. He might as well be in, like, fucking, like, I don't know, an improv class. He's just like, yeah, be Aquaman. He's like, okay, no, I'm going to wear, that. I'm going to be my Jason. I'm just kidding. Jason Momoa's a cool guy. I'm just shitting on him for fun. All right. So Aquaman, the, too, though. It's going to be sick. I've been yeah. waiting for a long time. This new Batman. Oh. Uh, okay. Let's Speaking of new I Batman. Was very, I Have was you very... Uh, uh, skeptic about uh, Robert Patterson taking on the role of Batman. I was not sure how that was going to play out because in my mind, I'm stuck on him being Twilight. Yeah. He is Edward Collins, not <laughs> Bruce Wayne. So I wasn't sure how he's going to take on this role, but from what I've seen in that uh, clip there, it's looking really good. I like the uh, the dark aspect of it all too. Yeah, it's very it's like... like... grown up Grown-up superhero movie. It's very like reminiscent of Zodiac. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but with Jake Gyllenhaal, oh, okay. it's very yeah, yeah. It reminds me of that. Yeah. Have you seen this scene? This is like this was leaked no, a little while ago, I... and then it like resurfaced officially. So it was originally a two minute or three minute scene from the movie that got leaked. Then they like squashed it for a minute, and then they just officially released it on WB's channel as like a trailer. But you have okay. you have not seen it. No, I made it a, a goal of mine almost this year and last year to never watch a trailer ever, dive into a brand new movie with no nothing, no know-how, no what's up about any movie and just watch it. Just fresh perspective. No idea. So I've not had the chance to see any trailers. Well, we're going to ruin it. Well, we're going to ruin it. And this is this is perfectly fine. This is what we're here for. We're going to ruin it. Watch, react. He's got to watch it with us. Watch the funeral scene of right. Batman. I'm gonna try to be quiet because there, there's this is quite an intense scene. There's a lot going on. Right, this is the part where we so just... let's just try to let's try to absorb it and then we'll talk about yeah. it after. Mr. Wayne, you know you really could be doing more for this city. Your family has a history of philanthropy, but as far as I can tell, you're not doing anything. If I'm elected, I want to change that. I'm gonna go pay my respects. Will you wait for me? I'm gonna continue this. Excuse me, Chief. I'm gonna talk to you. Gil Colson is missing. What? He hasn't been heard from since last night. Christ, not again. Hey, Mr. Wayne. You got people looking for him, Jim? Sent a couple guys to his house. Nothing. What does wife say? She hadn't heard from him.
Show your hands! Get out! Get him up! Get out, show him! Christ, it's Coulson. There's a bomb around his desk! Let's clear this place out now! Experience it in IMAX. Only in theaters March 4th. Holy fuck, dude. Uh, damn. Right? <laughs> damn. Holy fuck. Okay, what? I've I've seen this about four times, but like let's let's hear your thoughts. You have never seen it. What do you oh think my. after you've seen it? First the setting. So you walk into this clip, it's all you would think to be a pretty nonchalant scene, uh, pretty boring, like, funeral scene, just kind of getting some backstory on what happened. Then you hear the whispering in the background. Uh, you're, I'm thinking right off the bat, maybe he's going to start investigating into this missing person as Batman or whatever. And then right off the bat, you start hearing the gunshots in the background, which at first sounds like nothing, and then it starts hyping up, it gets louder, there's gunshots, everybody's screaming, like, oh my god, and then he busts through with the vehicle, comes out with the... <laughs> Robert Patterson, like, the way he looks right here, too, is just dark, uh, dark gothic look to him, like, this is, oh, this is like the Batman I've been wanting, just real dark version. Yeah, man, I think I it's... Just, oh, this is looking really good so far. Yeah. And then, like, from what I'm looking at here, do they know that Bruce Wayne is Batman? Does this villain know who he is? I don't know at this point in time. Uh, I don't know. But Paul Dano's Riddler, who is the guy we briefly see right here standing up top, yeah. it. I'm assuming he, this is probably later in the movie where he has some idea that this might yeah. that he might be Batman. Judging by how he's like looking at him right there, it's you know exactly. And the note. This guy, so the car crashes, a guy comes out with a note taped to his chest and his mouth duct taped. And on the duct tape, it says no more lies. And then on his chest, the t the letter says to the Batman. And to then the, the phone Batman. the phone is ringing, which we, it does not show uh, the caller ID, like who's actually on the phone yeah. or anything. But this is a very yeah. intense scene, man. Like when this first came out, I watched it and I was probably a little more awestruck by it originally upon a couple different watches there's some things that like kind of got trolly to me like there's this part here in the beginning where bruce is like walking talking to this girl which is totally whatever i i don't even know what the fuck they're talking about she's like yeah get your family involved with philanthropy or whatever it doesn't matter yeah. this part right here this is like textbook robert pattinson bullshit where it's just like this is the one thing going into this announcement <laughs> for robert here. Yeah, this is the one thing for the Robert Pattinson announcement playing Batman that I wasn't too sure about is he does this thing in a lot of his movies, especially in Twilight, where he oh just he's like God. quiet, he's like brooding. It almost looks like yeah. he's just being alive is painful. So I was yeah. hoping that he wouldn't bring too much of that to this, which this this scene right here kind of killed it for me because I was like, fuck, man, this is this is going to be fucking Twilight Batman. <laughs> but then the tone like quickly shifts from being like, you know, 
some angsty teenage bullshit going on in his face here to like some serious like what the fuck is this type of action yeah. like when yeah. buddy gets out of the car you know the tone like he's got a bomb and shit strapped to him so like the tone is like cranked up to 11 it's no longer this like me looking at pattinson thinking like this is going to be some shitty teen drama garbage but like but it made me laugh though upon like the second time watching it because he stopped here in the middle of the aisle to listen to the police I didn't even notice it, he's in the middle of he's the in the middle of the aisle listen he clearly eavesdropping on the police yeah. like he practically goes like this with his fucking hand over his ear like what are you saying hmm like let me let me listen to you what? what are you what are you guys talking about and then they like to the point like he's listening so closely and almost so deliberately that the cop notices him like this guy in the this back's like hey bruce he looks at him and says that i was expecting a different reaction than like a hey bruce all smiles yeah. expecting like can i help you sir yeah Just no he's <laughs> like clearly eavesdropping he's like he's not even trying to hide it he is listening yeah, that's what I'm saying. He just stops dead in the middle of the pathway, and he's like, hmm, yeah. what are these cops talking about? Mm, let me listen. I was not expecting that reaction out of that cop. Oh, hey, Mr. Wayne. Yeah. What's up, bro? I was expecting more like, what are you, what are you listening to? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, the, got some business here, buddy? Commissioner Gordon kind of has that reaction on his face. Like, as you can see, yeah. like, he noticed he's, like, talking oh, to hey, the, I don't know, Wayne. the fucking his Looks co that's but like, the expression i was expecting him to talk by yeah He's like uh can i help you <laughs> mind your business yeah like not fan these two doing? not impressed this guy yeah. he just met a celebrity <laughs> like rookie of the year just got his badge <laughs> oh yeah. shit mr wayne hey buddy is going yeah all jokes aside though this i i i originally was pretty skeptical about the batman being robert pattinson uh, I thought about it lots since then, and I really think he can do this. And judging by like the kind of mood and setting in this movie, I think he, he he's like the perfect Batman for this. Like you see it in the beginning, like the subtle touches of this scene, which I'm assuming will kind of get further stretched out in the full feature. But like right here, he's like reflecting. I'm assuming on his own childhood trauma, where yeah. he was an orphan and he was at his you know family's funeral. So like this child kind of like captures his you know gaze and i'm him, i'm assuming the, that's uh, what it is it's kind of like him self-reflecting yeah. on you know what his life was like and that's why this kid takes so much of his attention even to the point where the car comes he like saves the kid priority one yeah yeah but like yeah man i don't know this this batman movie feels very much like this like a serial killer-esque movie like not something that we've gotten before i know there's a pg-13 rating attached to this movie but this does not feel like that so I'm very, no, very excited. Even even with this fucking Pattinson, you know, patent pending fucking <laughs> Pat, pouty patent look on. Yeah. yeah, like he I'm still excited to see this. I I really do think it's gonna be good. Yeah. Man, I I can't say I enough good excited. things about it. This looks super good. Yeah, man. Nothing I just hope. I just hope it's gonna be good. I oh, really love Batman. I already pre-ordered my tickets. This movie's three hours long. I'm going to see it like Damn. I'm going to see it day one. And it's what I got sucks about movies being fucking late. the length they are. It's like they they're never sometimes you go to a movie and it's not long enough, and then sometimes it's too long, but of course I'm never gonna be happy either way. Oh yeah. So three hours to sit into a movie is gonna be uh it might, it's not gonna be too bad. I'm I'm just probably just being a whiner, but 
should be good. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where it's a long sit. Um, yeah. I know some people are into that. Some people aren't. I am so into that because if it's good, I want as much of it as possible. And this movie, exactly. this is three minutes of a fucking three hour movie. And this three minutes makes me want more. So I can only imagine what we're <laughs> going to get in three hours. If uh, you think this is action, wait until they get three hours. Yeah. Of it. yeah. I haven't seen the movie, but like, you know, I'm, I'm going to say it's probably pretty good if this is three minutes of it. But I don't know, man. I I, th- I look forward to it. I got tickets for like Thursday night, like the night it comes out. I go see it at eleven, and it's gonna be there three hours, know. so it's gonna be a commitment. But I'm like willing to suffer through it. I'm very very excited to see it. I think it's gonna be very good. <laughs> got the energy drinks on deck. You're gonna get the, get the snacks. I'm not gonna, gonna need it. This haul. this man's fucking stare right here. It's gonna get me through it. This fucking Pattinson yeah. glance. It's gonna power me fucking through three hours. Just gotta add a little. Uh, little uh chrome wheel there just loading <laughs> yeah dude i'm just gonna get processing what's going on if this isn't motivation enough to go see it i don't know what is okay I don't know look at this man's I'm... eyes and you tell him you don't want to go see it do you think so i have no idea what he sounds like do you think he's doing the classic christian bale voice in this show um I th- are we gonna get dark grungy i don't Batman? i don't <laughs> No, I I want to say there is a trailer where he talks a little bit, but judging by kind of what we've seen, I think a lot of his Batman is going to be like expressed. Like I don't think it's going to be him going like I'm Batman, get in the get on the ground. Like I think it's more so going to be a lot of this, like exchanging exchanging glances, maybe, you know. But I I don't see a lot of it. I hope not anyway. But I'm sure he probably will have some kind of, like, grungy voice. Let's just hope it's not cheesy. (laughs) I hope not. Not too, too over the board. Yeah, man. I I don't know. I'm excited for it, though. He's he's not my first pick, but he's certainly growing on me. Definitely was not my first pick. Not even even for a second. The second they said, hey, Batman's going to be played by Robert Barrison. I'm like, the Twilight guy. Yeah. (laughs) You're getting Twilight to play Batman. That's why I was joking when what? in the, the the DC one minute trailer, she's the Catwoman's like, "What's under this mask?" And I was like, "Sparkles," because he sparkles <laughs> in the sun. But yeah, no, I I honestly, Batman. I was I I I went through all the stages of giving a fuck about this movie going on. I initially was hated the idea. Then I heard Matt Reeves talk about it. And I was like, this sounds pretty fucking cool. And then watching this three-minute scenes really just like solidify that I think this is going to be a Batman worth seeing. I don't, I don't necessarily say right now that it's going to be the best Batman movie we have, but I think it's certainly going to stand up there. And yeah. uh, it'll certainly be something to see and something people will talk about. Maybe we'll get a rated R Batman one of these days if we're lucky. But oh, one day you never know. Bring on the fights. Yeah, dude. Make it dark. So speaking of fucking tormented souls who punch people for a living that aren't billionaires have you you haven't seen this moon knight trailer yet either nope. have you heard oh, things man. about moon knight but as i said before i've made it my mission never to see trailers anymore but well we're destroying we're gonna, that we're gonna legacy. destroy that yeah, every every right second now. here we have I, dc's coming out with movies marvel's got more movies like i just can't get enough of these movies and i am so glad they're just pumping them out so people with ex- the quality they got. 
with the quality they got you mean the untouchable yeah. bar that is marvel they can make a oh, shitty man. thing into an incredible thing and people just seem I, to keep loving it no matter how shitty any of these movies are gonna be i'm gonna watch it 100 percent. there's no way i'm not gonna watch anything that's marvel come out yeah. i don't care how shitty it is i will still put in the effort and the time and just watch it I think a lot of people are like that now. I think they've done a pretty good job of like building that goodwill where yeah. even if it doesn't look like something you really want, people are still willing to give it a try because Marvel's name's on it. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I feel like a lot of people are just so invested into these universes that you are almost obligated or just that whole FOMO, you don't want to miss out on Marvel because of how like all these universes connect in some way that if you didn't watch a certain movie you won't understand certain references that are made in some movies or like certain scenes like won't make sense like everything i like how they intertwined all these movies together like it's really cool and they've been doing it for so long it's crazy that it's still going on yeah man the crazy part to me is they'll like add something so subtle in a movie they did like four years ago and then they like make a callback to it in a movie now yeah. you're just i don't even the planning that went into that i don't know if it's just sheer dumb luck or like somebody's got the fucking murder board with all the red string everywhere and they managed to like weave this shit into a pattern that just makes sense yeah. and they figured it like out how, but holy how fuck. far are these writers into the future with these production like how far ahead are they that they're able to keep intertwining everything I, I don't it know. It just man. blows my mind the amount of planning and writing that's going into these to keep it all together. So it's just super sweet to watch. I love that it's all like that. They kind of force you to watch every movie because then in the next movie, they're going to reference something to that movie that you didn't watch. And you'll be like, oh, what the hell is this? And yeah. then you'll be like, oh, well, I guess I got to go watch this movie now. So you got to you got to watch all of them. You can't miss out on anything now. Yeah, dude. They they do a really good job of just pe keeping people sucked in to the universe, and they have no shortage on the content. So yo, no, they're fucking. They're... <laughs> There's so many characters we're still waiting for. Yeah, like dude. whatever happened to Adam from Guardians of the Galaxy Two? We got a end scene credit of Adam being cooked up in the capsule, whatever you want to call it. That would be a great character to see come to light. Uh, there's just so many other characters coming along that we haven't even seen yet. We got the it, the Eternals movie with the ending there. Like, there's, oh, it's endless. Li literally endless. There's so many movies going to be coming out. Yeah, dude. I look forward to the Phase 4. I think they're really going to fucking yeah. bring some heat. Definitely. We've already seen some characters that we didn't really know that turned out to be, like, really cool characters and good oh, additions yeah. to the scene. So um, I'm excited for it. So this character here are you familiar with moon knight at all or no no i just yeah it's funny <laughs> i i heard about it lots of hype around this character uh never seen the trailer don't really know much about moon knight so i guess this trailer will probably uh shine some light on the character for me anyway yeah for sure so just quickly he's pretty people liken him to marvel's batman essentially he's just like oh, an, okay. an average joe who beats the shit out of people because he's angry but like <laughs> <laughs> let's just that's just like the the introduction let's just watch the trailer and then we'll get your thoughts yeah yeah hello and welcome to staying awake i have a sleeping disorder i can't tell the difference between my waking life and dreams hello and welcome to staying awake <laughs>
isn't it? We'll catch you on. You're bloody useless. Stevie. Steven. <laughs> I can't tell the difference between eyes and dreams. dreams. <gasps> Thank you. Lost the contact lens. Hope you find it. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my God, you're alive. What's wrong with you, Mark? Why did you call me Mark? It must be very difficult. The voice in your head. Shut up! There's chaos in you. It's a pretty God. crazy trailer, dude. This looks like a mind bend of a movie to understand what's real, what's not. We're kind of like right off the hop with this trailer. Like, I feel like I'm in his head. Like, I don't even know what's real, what's not. Yeah, dude. They do, like, because that's his whole thing is like his character, is, he has like a split personality. Yeah. So, like, they tease the fact that he has a sleeping disorder. I think in his bouts of insomnia, he gets he'll lose time and when he loses time he switches into his alter ego known as mark and mark is like the, the batman persona so like yeah. he's the guy who fights crime and fucks shit up so when he's talking on the phone and that lady's like you know where what happened to you mark that he's referring like she's referring to his split personality the other one mark so he has Why no idea what she's mark? yeah he has no idea what the fuck's going on but like Oscar Isaac is an amazing actor and this trailer just oh, yes, like solidifies yes. how crazy he's fucking gone to make this look like just insanely good and believable. Loved him in Star Wars. I don't see why I won't love him as this character. Yeah, dude. So what do you think? Like this trailer, like you hadn't seen it. You didn't know very much about the character. Did this trailer like dream, like bring you in? That sell you like this trailer for how whatever short it is like i feel like i already am in his head for the confusion part he doesn't know if he's awake or asleep i just watching this trailer don't understand if he's awake or asleep just judging by it. like even uh what's her face talking to him saying you're useless it's like is this actually what she's saying or is this like a dream like what's happening here like this scene here you're useless yeah <clears throat> and then my this is my name and it's like okay i'm confused too and then then you finally see him transform you see this creature walking down like i love this dark look to it and then of course you got the marvel comedy being stitched in there as well lost my contact oh i hope you find it yeah <laughs> like, i love these <laughs> they're keeping keeping to their roots for sure keeping the comedy alive and then here we go he's finding a cell phone finding a key or he's got his cell phone answering Oh, just so much to this is going to be so great. Yeah, and dude. I love the brutality you see right off the break the second he embraces the chaos as this 
almost messiah looking character here <laughs> always got to be one of those for these yeah ethan hawk is like i don't know some kind of guru or something but it definitely does look yeah. like he's got some kind of prophet-esque type vibe yeah and then here we see him embrace the uh embrace the chaos you see the transformation i love the look of this character yeah dude and here it is the brutality constantly punching whatever this is he's hitting this look this white uh almost mortal combat look to him is really nice looking yeah dude uh his superpower i don't know what his superpower is unless it's just kicking ass <laughs> yeah i don't he i don't think he has one i think he he is like batman yeah. where he's just his superpower is i don't know yeah being angry and punching shit a uh <laughs> a mind problemed batman that doesn't appear to be super rich no no he does not <laughs> he doesn't seem to have the bruce wayne alfred vibes that's for sure yeah but yeah man no i think this this is going to be a TV show, which is even more exciting. So, like, oh no way! Yeah, so this will be one of those Marvel TV shows we get. So, it, hopefully, they kind of do a good job of like stringing us along and trying to figure out like yeah. just exactly what you were saying, like what is real, what is dream, how can they actually really leverage that to make this story like even more interesting? I'm excited for that. I'm really curious to see too. Like, are these demons he's seeing? Like, are they actual demons, or like is that just like his brain like twisting people? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's punching that, like, mummy or whatever, that creature in the bathroom, but is it actually just a person? And, like, that's what his brain is seeing? So it, there's a yeah. lot of things that just make this trailer, like, insanely exciting to watch. Oh, super, super into it already. I can't actually... Yeah, I'm going to be uh, invested into this, watching this for sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah. This must be, like, uh, the whole Loki movies, uh, uh, Bucky and uh, Win or Winter Soldier and... Uh, captain america movies like that kind of tv series yeah yeah it's gonna be more like that for sure yeah no so this will be good those movies never let me down yeah dude i mean i don't like there's just so much about this trailer that really like, sells this you know what i mean great acting incredible acting great tone you understand that like whatever is going on with him is going to be just as confusing for him as it's going to be for us the viewer Hopefully they weave that together in a way that makes sense and doesn't like leave people yeah. bitching. But yeah, I mean, I I really am looking forward to this. Oscar Isaac is a phenomenal actor. I haven't seen a single movie in that he's done that I've disliked. So, I mean, this yeah. is this is a must watch in my opinion. Oh, I'm um, I'm in, hundred yeah. percent. I'm in. We only got to wait a little over a so month good. and we get it. March thirtieth. Waiting. Waiting. Yeah, dude. I need more shows. <laughs> I hope they uh, release on the weekly basis, too, because I have a really bad problem of uh, binging an entire series and it is sitting. Yeah, dude. So if they can keep me at a week pace, <laughs> that would be perfect. I'm sure it's like the Disney model, dude. They're not going to like give yeah. us this all at once, and I'm totally okay with that. I really, as much as I used to really whine about that weekly release shit, it, it has grown on me quite a bit because it is kind of nice to have something to look forward to, especially with yeah, like Mandalorian exactly. and stuff. It's really like brought back that old school appreciation where like when you were a child you'd have to wait a week to see what happened on a tv show what's like that feeling all over again the only difference is you get to watch that tv show whenever you want so it's not yeah. like you were like you had to be there friday at 6 30 p.m or some poor shit oh, you can goodness. you just have to wait to the day <laughs> and if you're really thirsty you can wait till midnight and watch it like right then you know what i mean I, I it's it's nice man i look forward to it i know me and my girlfriend get really excited like this past 
you know month or so when we were watching Bobo Fett it was like every Wednesday was like an event so it's really cool that they're doing that I mean I know some people hate it and I did originally but it, it really has grown on me quite a bit in the last get the while. pop and popcorn and buckle down for a good show yeah man lots to look forward to this this show hopefully is not short i hope we get like a nice eight episodes not like one of those crazy like four or five you know yeah rush things but judging by how this looks i'm sure they're gonna take their time to do this right oh yeah no judging by like the animations and everything the way the outfit looks when he transforms into moon knight like it all looks really high quality so they spared no expense on making this look good yeah man ain't fucking around it's no Disney. That's Mickey Mouse money, son. They got Mickey all the Mouse. money. All of it. Swimming in it. All of it. That Scrooge care. McDuck thing, that's real life. Sorry, how much How much do you want for production? A couple billion? Yeah. yeah. Look, I think I got... Just dig in the couch there. You might find it in the cushions. Yeah, we got that. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry. That. Ashtray in my car. Just go take a look. See if you can find a couple billies in there. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's laying around here somewhere. Just look around. I mean... Everything they touch right now is turning to gold. So I mean, oh my god, I've, these guys are I've just no pumping out content and just raking in the money. Like they are printing money into film. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, they are just pumping out so much good stuff. We are all invested. Nobody's not gonna watch these. Yeah, dude. Speaking of must watches, Kyle, you know what's next? Oh my god, you know what's next, yes. buddy? We got Jurassic Park, Chris Pat, Pat and some dinosaurs. I have I don't know. His name is Pratt, I think. Let's just watch the trailer. Chris Pratt. Let's just dive in. My time. Shh. I wanted to show them something that wasn't an illusion. Something that was real. Something that they could see and touch creation is an act of sheer will life will find a way we can't keep her here forever they find her, we're never gonna see her again. We gotta protect her, that's our job. Humans and dinosaurs can't coexist. We created an ecological disaster. Ellie Sattler. Oof. Alan Grant. You didn't come out all this way just to catch up now, did you? You coming or what? We're racing toward the extinction of our species. We not only lack dominion over nature, we're subordinate to it. Exactly. 
bigger. Why do they always have to go bigger? There it be, man. That's the fucking Jurassic World domination trailer. What did you think of it? Like, who doesn't who doesn't like Jurassic Park? Who doesn't like a good dinosaur movie? Like, I first thing that jumps into my head though is the time frame. How far since the last movie where they released them all from the lab from being poisoned has passed that the population of dinosaurs seems to have increased like dramatically? Or did we just not see all the dinosaurs that they had in captivity? Because there's no way there's this many. And then we have a baby Velociraptor from Blue. So that makes me one. So all the dinosaurs that are created are female. And then there was a thing on, they introduced a uh, gene from, I think it was a frog that allows them to change the sex into male or female. So that I'm wondering if this is a self-produced, um, almost clone, I guess, of Blue, or is there is there like a dad out there? Like I'm not too sure the, how that fits. And then the population of dinosaurs, and there's more raptors. I know that Blue was the only raptor that got captured. Judging on the movie, I mean, there could have been some behind-the-scenes stuff that we didn't see. The OG cast. Dr. Grant and everything is there. So that's going to be great to have them back in there. Jeff Goldblum, he's been in them. Never stopped being in them. So that's great to see him back again. Uh, we got the Chris Pratt and them in there as well. Like This is looking like a really good movie. Yeah, I'm curious man. to see how it all ties in and uh, where it goes from here. This looks like... I don't know this to be true, but like I think this is the end of the trilogy, right? Like I don't That's know. That's what I heard. I did hear that this was the last, uh, last of it. This trailer certainly makes me feel like that's the case. They have everything in this movie. They have like every yeah. fucking throwback actor slash character you could imagine. You know what I mean? They have like yeah. the whole cast from the original coming back. They even have the redhead from the first one of the Pratt trilogy. Like, she's back because yeah, she wasn't yeah. in the second one. So, like, they're bringing everyone back to fucking button Blake. this movie up, dude. I don't know, but this movie looks fucking like it's got a lot going on. Like, it looks like there's a bunch of them. So, like, look at these Triceratops, a bunch of them. More baby t uh, Velociraptors, like... And then the classic spitter dinosaur. Uh, yeah, that's like such a fucking homage to the original. Yeah. That's amazing. What do you want to stick? Stick? Stick, stupid? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so great to see that dinosaur back again. Yeah, We've seen it once in the Jurassic Park, and that was pretty much it. you never really seen it again, so it's cool that they brought it back. Kind of like a throwback or like a nostalgia to the old movie, I guess. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't originally, like, I'm not a huge Jurassic Park guy. I've watched them, certainly, but like, yeah. I'm not, like, a fucking colossal fan. But this trailer does really kind of make me want to see this movie. Like, oh, I I'm yeah. getting the vibes it's going to be quite a long movie, judging by, like, where it looks like it's starting and, like, how they end up fucking in an airplane with a, I don't know, a giant fucking bird attacking them. Like, this seems like there's a lot going on. Like, there's, you know, dinosaurs are somehow coexisting with humans, don't really understand how that works. There's a fucking the 
Gene Doctor, I don't remember his name, the the fucking bad doctor. Yeah, Doctor Wu from the second movie. He's back, so there's obviously some kind of conflict between them and trying to stop that shit from going on. Then they have the storyline of the original two like paleontologist people like coming back. So like there's gonna be a lot of shit to button up in this movie, man. So I got the vibes, it's gonna be a long one and Oh yeah. A movie like this is going to have action sequences like every fucking 10 minutes because it needs to be in there for this movie to be like, you know, a blockbuster hit. So I, I have no idea what the fuck's going on in this they movie, but it looks like they're going to give us a lot of it. Pulling no punches for this one. This one's going to this one's going to be a banger for sure. Yeah, Got dude. high hopes. Uh, I mean, who doesn't like a good Jurassic Park movie? These things have been around for so long now. And uh, if this is the last one, I hope they go out with a bang. Lots of new dinosaurs we're seeing here too. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be sweet. I can't wait for it. Yeah, dude. No, it's gonna be good for sure. And yeah, then man. yeah, if this is the end of it, like, how do the dinosaurs end? Do they just try and take them all out, or do they try and just capture them all, put them back on that island, and let them live out their life? Hey, man, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of shit they're gonna have to wrap up in this movie. Yeah. Like, so it's it's gonna be something, I'm sure lots of action lots of dinosaurs i mean what's not to like look at this edge of your seat you forgot you had popcorn in your lap (laughs) like that's the vibes i'm getting yeah dude. this airplane they're riding in anyway looked like it was about to do what it does at this point when it gets all messed up yeah this thing looks straight out of a junkyard yeah yeah it's no surprise that they're like yeah this shitty plane we're barely flying yeah it's also gonna get mangled by a dinosaur yeah yeah man this oh i'm assuming they're gonna go back to the park like that's kind of the vibe i'm getting like i'm because there's a couple scenes in this in this trailer where like you know that giant they show the park briefly from a distance yeah that's where the helicopter's rolling in on top there yeah right here they show the park yeah so my assumption is they're gonna have to go back here or maybe they already are here because the lights are on and shit so maybe that's where fucking the doctor's hiding out doing some shit facility some hydro dam powered facility that is massive yeah dude so I'm, i'm assuming there's gonna be quite a bit of fucking jumping around in this movie so hopefully they do a good job of weaving it all together but i mean this i like chris probably... pratt and shit so i think this yeah. will be a fun movie this movie will probably pump up the new dinosaur game coming out actually jurassic uh, evolution uh two. Oh, okay is that what's that like the roller coaster tycoon type shit yeah it's like the craft your own uh park and everything and uh yeah exactly kind of like that so we have jurassic world evolution 2 a world evolved is going to be released coming out here uh actually it is it's out now okay so kind of perfect i uh downloaded this game it's free on game pass the first one uh played it and absolutely loved it i did i had no expectations of it and it was so good i sunk or easy like 60 hours into it hmm i've always seen it on there but never tried it yeah just download it one day i was like i really want to try something different i've been first person shooting forever and i was like oh let's give this a go tried it out uh really just sucked all the time (laughs) and i just sat there hours and hours on end just crafting parks boosting uh and you're like researching for fossils to get new dinosaurs you're trying to unlock all the dinosaurs and just create them and just create this park and create all this revenue uh worrying about real life uh problems like the dinosaurs trying to escape so you got to worry about their comfort levels and everything the game is really good 
Hmm. Makes me want to check it. it out, man. Free, free on Game Pass. I well, believe it's still there. Game Pass ain't free, but it fucking feels oh. like it is sometimes. For what I'm paying and what they're giving, I feel like I'm I'm the one that's getting the better deal here. Hundred percent. Yeah, I can't say enough good things about Game Pass, bro. Oh, it's way too good. Way too good. We are spoiled. Oh yeah, we spoiled big time. Well, I mean, we burned through a lot of the... We were playing catch-up with this episode, guys. I know there's a lot of movie trailers right up front, and it's kind of, like, all over the place. But, like, this is kind of one of those things. We had a list of things that we wanted to talk about for a little while now, and we kind of got the first chance to come actually do an episode, sit down, and talk about them. So we breezed through a bunch of trailers. Now we're kind of done with the movies and TV show side of things. We're going to pivot into the gaming stuff. So the first thing that's kind of... In both of those is the new Halo TV show trailer which I don't know if you've seen it, Kyle, but nope. the first trailer didn't show <laughs> nope. a ton of what this show is going to be like, where this trailer shows a lot more of like what we could expect from it. So that's going to be the next thing we dive into here is this Halo series trailer. Let's take go. a peek at it. best weapon. Master Chief, huh? The Master Chief was enhanced and trained for one purpose. To win this war. He and the other Spartans are our only effective weapons against the Covenant. He is lethal, upgradable, and most importantly, controllable. Covenant forces appear to be excavating some kind of object. When I touched the object, I felt something. I felt different. What they did to us makes you numb. And you just decided to help me? Why would a Spartan do that? What does one do with a superhuman you're not sure you can trust? Hello, Master Chief. I'm Cortana. Master Chief recovered something. Sacred ring. Halo. Humans. Surrender to the Cortana, I'm gonna need you now. Find the Halo, win the war. All right. That's the trailer for the new Halo TV show. This is trailer number two, to be specific. So this is the one that actually shows us, like, way more of what's actually happening in the show. Have you... You've obviously played the Halo campaigns and stuff in the past, Kyle. But do you have any, like, oh, yes. familiarity with any of the books or anything? Like, any of the extended books, lore? Books, no. I've never okay. been one for reading. I know. Who likes <laughs> to read? Not not this guy. Maybe yeah. an audiobook here or there, but uh, nope. 
so as a guy of who's just a fan of the show or like of the show of the games rather uh and you have no familiarity with the books like what are your thoughts as like just coming from it from the gaming fan perspective what do you think about what you've seen so so i've so far we're diving in classic covenant versus humans we got the spartans there i'm wondering where the show's going it seems like we might get some backstory on spartans and their training and how they became what they are um i noticed one thing there when we seen cortana like cortana's supposed to be a program like not human at all and she looked pretty human in this trailer so i'm hoping they with this just being a trailer maybe they update that and make her look a little more robotic that'll she looked almost like perfectly human so I'm hoping that might get fixed. Like these fight scenes, like just amazing. I'm hoping this movie turns out good. I mean, the other shows that came out, uh, forget what the other Halo one, Halo Reach or something was a TV show. Uh, I, I enjoyed watching it, but it wasn't like the greatest. So I'm hoping this, they look like they put a lot more effort into this show. And yeah. then the voice, I'm not a big fan of the, I don't know why they weren't able to get, uh, so steve downs is the original voice actor of master chief mm -hmm. uh and then jen taylor being cortana who is actually in this movie as cortana but steve downs is not so that makes me wonder are they are we going to be doing like a helmet off thing is that what's going to happen and then how far back in the past is this movie made so like Steve Downs now his voice is very deep sounds very mature and th those worm thing there too that thing caught my attention I was wondering I was thinking flood the second I seen it okay are we gonna see an introduction of flood into this as well okay I can I can explain more on that what what do you what would you say like is your opinion your general opinion like does this trailer make you want to watch it or are you kind of like skeptical about it like wh wh where do you stand definitely this is definitely sucking me and I definitely want to watch this I feel like this is perfect too for people that maybe don't play video games or never played halo this would be like a great tv show to kind of get into the culture of halo from the looks of it right off the bat here okay so i'm also hoping that they're i don't know it's kind of it's hard to say are they gonna be just throwing us like for us that have played halo played the campaigns understand the story understand the characters uh we're not gonna have any problems understanding what's going on with the show coming out are they gonna help the newcomers understand and give details as to what's going on who's who why are they the way they are like are we gonna get some more of that some more info on some characters because like us we go into this we know there's a sword there's the spartans there's the covenant like this is why they're fighting like we know all this we know halo like are they gonna help out these newcomers that have never played it into this is kind of my question what is this artifact <laughs> There's so much cool stuff. There's so much, like, I want to know. So, of yes, I want to watch this. There's a lot of what's going on, what's this. I want to I see it. Okay. So that that was pretty optimistic, I would say, comfortably. I got high you, hopes. You got high, got hopes. high hopes. All right. Yeah. So I'm here to shit all over your dreams, okay? Yeah, go for I'm it. I'm going to be the, the counterpoint, for. okay? So yeah. there's a lot about this trailer that is, in my opinion, very, very bad. And I'll explain it here briefly. So I have actually read the books or read some of the books. The first book, in sp like specifically, I've read a couple times. And I don't fucking read. 
So I just want to preface <laughs> this like I took the time to read this Halo book and I have read about three books in my life and that's probably one of them. Okay. The book is incredible. The book adds so much insight into who the, the chief is behind the helmet. So the games do a very good job of like putting the players in the seat of the master chief, but he's like a blank slate. The character pretty much like controls a puppet. You know, he doesn't really give too much to the game. It's he's like a, a a rugged, tough guy. He doesn't add a lot of emotion or anything like that. And it's deliberately built like that so that the players really feel like they're master chief. He doesn't do anything that would, you know, break that kind of immersion level. He doesn't do anything that would ruffle the feathers of the player because he's very much just like, yeah, I'm going to do what needs to be done. And we agree with him because we want to win. The book paints a better light of who John actually is. So the really cool part of what I would say the vast majority of what makes the Halo story really compelling is like where it starts so john is like on a fucking planet in the middle of nowhere he's like living in slums he's just an average kid living on like a poor planet dr halsey is in charge of this top secret program where they abduct these children that are potential candidates for the spartan program and john is one of them there's a whole lot more to it than that, but that's the basic premise. But the thing that's fucked up about this is they essentially kidnap kids from all across the universe, okay? Or their known universe. They make Flash clones of these kids. These Flash clones are so bad that these kids die within a, like a week or two of being replaced. So they steal these people's kids. Then they replace them with like a clone that's just dead. Like it's dead in like a week. So these people, they don't know their kids are gone. And they're left with a kid who's dead. So they don't know their original kid is gone and their kid dies. So it's a very dark start to this story. And you really get an idea of like, you know, John doesn't know any better. The, the book does a pretty good job of explaining like how the military kind of like indoctrinates these kids to become like super soldiers. They don't believe in anything but what they've been taught because that's all they've ever known. So, like, they really mold these kids into the super soldiers. And, like, there's just so many stages of this that are brutal. Like, in the beginning of their training, they're doing, like, crazy PT. And they're forced to fight, like, grown men. And then, like, you know, when you think that stuff's bad enough, that they've got these fucking kids, you know, slogging through the mountains to, like, do these kind of fake mock-up missions and all this stuff taken away from their families. They go and they do these, like, series of body enhancements which only a small portion of them actually survive so like you know they have crazy like nano weaving carbon fiber on their bones like all manner of things to augment their bodies so they can actually be strong enough to run this molnir armor so it's not a very pleasant story the whole premise of this is like people do bad things in order to have, you know, these super soldiers that are supposed to be, you know, the best of the best and they could fight anything. And the original reason they make the Spartans is to stop a civil war going on. So it has nothing to do with like preparing them to fight the covenant. It has everything to do with, they're just building super soldiers so they can essentially like enslave the people that are starting a civil war. Like they're just going to oh, military yeah. rule. So it's all very dark. It's not, yeah. it's not a happy, like we're going to save the world chief kind of thing. Like that's what the video games depict. But like the base story is, is very dark, but a lot of that is very interesting. And in the book, you get to see like a lot more of what I would say is like chief behind the mask. So like, you know, you get to see what young John thinks 
uh, a little bit of an inner monologue, how the him losing his teammates growing up kind of shapes him into who he becomes. So, like, you know, there's depictions of, like, when they go through all the body augmentation and, like, a vast majority of his peers die. Like, he's really torn up by that. And he doesn't know, you know, exactly what he should feel and how to express that feeling. So he, like, goes to a, a trusted superior and, you know, kind of expresses to him that, like, you know, he feels like he lost and he feel like he let his team down because he wasn't able to save them. There's a lot more of this, like, intertanglement with, like, understanding why john just wins like his mind is just fucking fabricated in a way that like he just doesn't want to lose because he's lost so much already that like it really inspires him to keep pushing to win There's and a this lot more story than just the story it sounds like oh dude it's but that's the part about the book that's really exciting for me is because you know i love the games super big fan of the games but like you just don't get to know who john is and yeah. the, the book does a very good job of, like, filling in those blanks. And filling in a blanks about, like, what Halsey's doing, how the UNSC is, like, actually kind of shitty. Like, there's just a whole series of backstory there that, like, the books just fucking paint in a light so much more detailed than the games do. So I was really hoping that they were going to do that with this TV show. But it does not look like they've done that at all. So, like, I'll touch on a couple things quickly through the trailer. So, this, in the beginning here, when they show these people fighting and the Spartans show up, I'm assuming this is the Spartans fighting their civil war in the beginning. Okay. Or, like, or that's what I thought it was originally. But then it shows the covenant here, so I don't really know what to think. The other thing about this trailer that makes no sense is there's a couple things, like, right here is kind of stupid. Um... They show these Spartans gearing up in their armor. This lady here, she has like long blonde hair with like pink highlights in it. Pink, yeah. Yeah, she's supposed to be a fucking badass killing machine who's been bred and born into this program where she's been just fucking battered her entire life. Watch countless friends die, you know, all this hardship and she's going to fucking be here with pink in her hair. Like, she, that's her choice. Like, that's where she's going to be. No, she's going to have, like, some crazy buzz cut. Like, they're efficient. They're all about winning. They're all about being the best. They are a fucking optimal fighting machine. This is not, like, a fucking emo teenage classroom type of look. Like, these are the kind of people, like, they don't care what they look like. They care about winning. So stuff like this is kind of like small details that like really ruffle my yeah. feathers because like looks like there's more personality there that doesn't fit the character. Yeah, and I'm fine. Like if you played Reach, like you know, there's a bunch of Spartans in that game, and they all have their own personalities, and like I'm fine with them making these characters have personalities. But the kind of beauty of them is like at their core, they all fundamentally are the same. They are there to succeed. They work together to succeed. That is kind of what makes a Spartan a Spartan. They don't really care. They're not about like how it makes them look or anything like that. They're all about winning and the betterment of like what they can do for their team. So stuff like yeah. this is kind of stupid because it doesn't really line up with like what I think and what is de depicted in the books. Like they don't really do anything like that. Um, the fighting does look cool. I'm definitely curious to see what is going on with this. I'm assuming right here he's touching some kind of forerunner artifact. And it, when it illuminates here, I'm assuming it sends out a pulse. This like alerts the covenant, and the covenant come to this desert planet where he's at to try to obtain this. This is you know kind of cut out from the game where like, you know they need the fucking the 
the forerunner technology to power the rings and blah 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 and there's a whole a bunch of story that goes with that but like there's just so much about this tv show that doesn't look like it's even kind of remotely faithful to what was in the books slash games and the part that doesn't make any sense to me is like i don't understand why you pay good money to get the licensing to make this show and then not use what's there to make it like it's just it's so bizarre to me and i don't understand i'm assuming they're doing it with this hopes of kind of like catering this to an audience of people that have never played the games or never read the books and it's going to be kind of like this new thing and that's fine but it kind of does a disservice of like they could have made just another space show about aliens fighting humans and it could have had all the same things but it could have been called something else and people wouldn't have been mad about it but the thing is like you bought halo the rights to make a halo tv to make a halo tv show not just fucking hack it up to make it some mediocre sci-fi movie show that does like makes weird ass choices that make no sense to me and they were saying they made choices in order to make the show like more palatable for people who have never played the games and stuff but it makes no sense because the books are incredible and if you literally fucking shot those books almost like word for word scene for scene it would be an incredible movie or a tv show so i don't understand why they would even go about changing it and they like they could have made small like compromises here and there but like this trailer shows they've made so many it like it just doesn't make any sense like the cortana looking like human aside i don't quite understand that i know a lot of people are really upset by that it doesn't really make any sense some of these choices they've made like right here near the end of the trailer they're depicting that there's a human somehow in the covenant or a human noid or you know human looking i'm assuming she might be like you know a forerunner or some shit they'll you know talk about it because like you know the chief is a descendant of an ancient race and this person could be a part of that ancient race we don't know but a human being involved in the covenant makes no sense because they despise us they think less of us they are like you know levels above us in their minds they're they yeah. express that like vividly in the games and in the books they would never allow a human to be in the covenant they're almost like so cutthroat that they like exile people within the covenant if they even think they've like disrespected it or like misrepresented it so it, it just seems so ridiculous to me that there's a human in the covenant and right here what you were talking about is you think this is flood <laughs> it sort of looks like it looks like those worm flood things yeah it could be like their version of the flood or, uh the the tanks they're made of these like hundreds of intertwined worms to make one of those things unless there's something sort of version of that no yeah see that's what i'm assuming it alludes to the hunters yeah they are made up of like hundreds hundreds of thousands of worms that's kind of like their whole thing so that could be them um i'm not i've never seen them like depicted like that in anything but i mean that would be cool stuff like that i'm okay with like i could even understand why they would do that I just don't understand why they seem to have taken so much from Halo, but then nothing of value. Like, they took character names and character looks, not even, like, wholeheartedly. They slapped them into this show that just doesn't come across as, like, a Halo show. Like, it looks like one. And I'm sure to a lot of people it will be enjoyable, and I'll probably still check it out. But, like, as a hardcore fan of the lore, this is pretty disappointing <laughs> and i'm like i i scratched the surface of that lore i am by no means an expert i know there's people that have read every book and know everything and they're probably way more disappointed by this than i am 
but like the things oh, about this trailer just like it killed it for me man like it just i was so excited and then i heard that it wasn't going to be canon and i was like okay that's a bad sign and then this trailer showed like how far away from canon they were actually going to get so i'm pretty pretty positive this show is going to be a flop but we will <laughs> Which see. Which seems to be the case for most of the Halo movies that have come out so far. <laughs> Doesn't get I very mean, good uh, there's, feedback. There's not some bad ones. So, like, there's two TV shows in a movie. So, like, Fall of Reach or Nightfall, yeah. I think. Nightfall, is o- yeah. It's okay. Um, there's two different TV shows. Both are animated. One is straight up a retelling of the first book. Minus some key f- details. And it's kind of PG'd up. The book is pretty dark, and the show is kind of more kid-friendly. They kind of glance over some of the more harder-hitting stuff. And then the Halo Legends is kind of like uh, like a reimagining. So they're not. it's not like a faithful, true canon type of thing. It's like, you know, Marvel's What If, or like the Star Wars fucking... I can't remember what it's called. But they do those, like, one-off shows. Uh where it's like, you know, if, if for Star Wars, for example, they gave a bunch of anime studios like free reign to do whatever they wanted for a single episode. I think it's called Star Wars Visions. And essentially, they just make one-offs of whatever they want. So they can make, you know, samurai fucking Jedis. They do the whole <laughs> nine. And it's very good. And that's kind of what Halo Legends is. It's more of like these yeah. one-off spin tales. But it's still very cool. And I would think there's a lot of stuff from that that people really like, uh, and we see some of it reflected in the new game and stuff. But this this doesn't this doesn't scream Halo to me, which is troubling, because it, it's got a very good story. There's so much lore and foundation to work with. I don't know why you would veer away from it. Like this very much feels like they just hired some people that didn't want to make a Halo show, in like entirety. They just wanted to use it by name and like some characters and stuff. And kind of wheel everybody in with the name then yeah and i mean like i said for the vast majority of people people are probably not going to be annoyed by this like a lot of people are probably like fuck yeah it's a halo show i'm going to watch it and there's nothing wrong with that i don't want to try to rob this from anyone i'll probably still watch it but i definitely am not as excited about it as i was originally i think there's like a very cool like hard-hitting story to tell within halo and uh i was hoping to get it here but i don't think we're going to get it and this trailer does a very good job of reinforcing that belief <laughs> that this is not going to be Halo as Letting we know you it. know what's up. Yeah. You think you're getting Halo? No, yeah. no, no, no. It says Halo, <laughs> but... Yeah, it's but. got Halo title, but that's about the only yeah. Halo it's going to have in it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like they'll probably, they'll probably use a lot more, but like, it, I'm just saying it, it's really disheartening to me to, to take a franchise like this and then not use what they have available to them it just seems so crazy to me especially when the books are like highly touted as like just good solid books even if you're not a halo fan you know they're like new york time bestsellers like they're very good i i can't understand why the fuck you wouldn't use those I, it blows my mind should have just stuck to the roots and built from there but uh i guess i don't know <laughs> but yeah i i hate to be the guy to fucking throw shit at it but i'm i threw a lot of shit at it and i probably will keep throwing shit at it <laughs> Until they show me something that I want to say, god damn it. I know I have what? I have other friends that are very like uh like very big fans of the lore and stuff like that and they're they share a similar sentiment. They're pretty upset. 
Um, this trailer kind of put a kibosh on a lot of people having hope that this might be something we could be proud of. But who knows, man? Had I have I, read the book. I might be on the same page as you, but I don't know the lore. I only know the gaming yeah. aspect of it. Like I said, there's nothing. I I just want to look straight down the fucking barrel of this camera and let you weirdos online know. You can watch this show. You can fucking like this show. I'm not saying you can't. So I don't want to hear you fucking cry in the comments. I'm not telling you you can't enjoy it, fuckface. I'm just saying I don't think I'm going to. That's how opinions work. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next thing. You're not allowed opinions. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I know some people are like, dude, it's not that bad. I'm, well, you're entitled to think that, and you're entitled to enjoy it. I'm just, expressing, that work I'm just expressing my opinion. Let's veer away from that for something I don't like. This trailer is Atomic Heart. Fucking crazy, man. This is a game that like it got a teaser trailer like a while back. The teaser trailer is kind of one of those trailers where you're like, there's no way they make this game. Like it's it's just one of those things that looked way too cool. It looked way too good, way too polished. Like it just was one of those wishlist trailers where you're like, there's no way they make a game look like this. But then this fucking trailer shows a lot of that. And I can't see them not delivering with how much they fucking show us in this trailer. So, uh, Kyle, I don't think you've ever even heard of this game. but like, I've never heard of Atomic Heart, nope. Yeah, let's check out this trailer. This tra trailer looks fucking crazy, dude. So let's just watch it, and then we'll, we'll talk about it after. You got it. Don't worry, honey. I'm okay. The procedure went well. Today it's just a matter of getting a polymer injection to become the human of tomorrow. There's a man in the facility. He's armed and he's equipped with an experimental polymer glove. We have no chance. Become a part of the collective and acquire true superpowers. Hey, soldier. Wake up. You okay? I'm okay. Get up. Want to learn Chinese in five minutes? Or maybe get a PhD in quantum physics in just one hour? With the launch of the Collective 2.0, all this knowledge will be available to anyone! Arriving shortly at your destination with an ETA of 11.47. Yeah. 
They fucking teased that too hard as shit. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and then it, it comes out in a burr month. Burr. How many how many burr months are there? Uh, I don't know. Marcher? Could be next month, right? <laughs> March. March burr? March burr. But yeah, man, that's the trailer. I it just goes on uh, until it fades to black. But I mean, seeing the trailer, I did. I do actually. I've seen this game before. Yeah, dude. This is f like a lot going on in this fucking trailer, dude. Right off the hop, I instantly started thinking like, this looks like Bioshock. I'm getting Bioshock vibes. I feel like it's a a cross between that and like maybe like prey or a game like that yeah like dishonored kind of like that first person perspective yeah i don't know man this game it looks very unique there seems to be a lot going on in this game there's definitely some weak spots in this trailer kind of like some of the voice acting kind of doesn't hit and some of the facial stuff seems a little shit if you like pay real close attention to it yeah but yeah, i mean definitely. this game does the look good such. Like it, it, oh, 100%. It looks good. It looks like one of those games that's going to fucking burn your PC to the ground trying to play it on Ultra. But, like, I don't know how well that's going to come across on most people's PCs. Or, I don't know if this is console either. I think it might just be Steam only. Uh, like so, a... according to this, platforms should be PlayStation 5, 4, Xbox One, the Series X and S, and Microsoft Windows. Okay, so it's coming out for everything pretty much except the yep. Switch, which is not a surprise. No games, no real video games come out on the Switch. <laughs> the poor Switch. <laughs> do, do you want a port of a four-year-old or a five-year-old game? Switch has got you covered. Good old Switch. It's good for stuff Never like that. Never change for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, this it's, actually it's... looks super good. I'm loving the telekinesis aspects of this, the whole mind powers and such, unless this is a glove ability. It appears to be a glove ability, judging by the tentacles coming out. Yeah, dude. I don't know. There's I'm just assuming fucking crazy shit going on in this trailer. Is there some weapon crafting? Like, some of these weapons are completely crazy, these melee weapons. One had, like, a drill bit spear. The other one was an axe. Like, we got some classic FPS look here. And then we have these biological zombie plant creatures. Yeah, man. Like, it... So not only is there bionic mechanic threats there seems to be some biological threats as well so it's kind of how how is this all happening i don't know but like i said there's so much going on in this trailer uh, it's insanely heavily stylized it's very much yeah. is what this is i feel like this is kind of what games um some of the recent bethesda games and some of the recent arcane games they kind of like got this style to them yeah uh, i feel like this could be better than those, but I mean, this is also, I, I've never heard of this developer before, and this game looks incredibly ambitious, so I'm curious to see how much quality we actually get in terms of gameplay and stuff like that. In terms of fidelity, it looks ridiculous, so I'm sure it'll be a good-looking game, but I don't know how that transfers over to gameplay. But, but yeah, you're right, man. There's no shortage of shit to look at in this trailer and enemies yeah. to fight. There's, like, weird robot droids, weird, yeah. you know fucking humanoid looking robots that i can't tell if they're like actually people encased in like suits or if they're robots fucking weird combat droids and then right at the end they show us those fucking plant people so who, yep. who the fuck knows what's going on in this game there there's a lot it seems when you're in the action fight sequence you 
literally don't get a break. Yeah. But he's getting tossed around, uh, blood on the screen, and it's still coming at him. Like, there, there's going to be some sweaty moments, I imagine. Uh, some swearing. Yeah. <laughs> Controllers <laughs> are flying. Keyboards are smashing. Yeah. It does look cool, man. Like there, he's like floating in a car. I'm assuming he's got like some kind of balloon attached to it, but he's like soaring over this like futuristic looking city or like in- installation. I don't know if it's a city, but like it definitely looks like they've got some scenery in this game. So I'm curious to see how yeah. it, it shakes out in the end. But yeah, it's a very cool looking game. One of those this things thing too is where giant worm drill bit yeah, crazy. <laughs> It's one of those things I seen this trailer, like I seen a trailer for this game when it first came out, or like when it was first announced, and I was like, "This is too good to be true," but I mean, this only solidifies that feeling tenfold. This trailer looks like it just showed me way more shit that looks insanely cool. I'm just curious to see what it looks like yeah. when we actually get our hands on it, man. So it does look like it is a glove that does the uh, telekinesis, lightning, freezing abilities, uh, judging by the. Uh, text it just said there use the glove yeah so it's all glove powered it looks like which is an i love games that add like supernatural uh fantasy type elements to games like that super fun kind of living out like a a dream kind of game i'm getting vibes like it might be kind of like terminator-ish where like the machines have risen up and kind of overthrown (laughs) the humans yes 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 skynet yeah, some Skynet <laughs> vibes. And then there's also a scene... Let me just scan for it. I think it's, like, right here, maybe. That those... There's, like, people getting infected by little plant-looking robots. So I wonder if that's what turns those people oh, into those crazy, like, yeah, head-splitting things. Coming out of yeah. Head. yeah, right okay, here. Yeah, right here it kind of, like, gets inside these people. So yeah, little I'm, tiny bobbing plant things. Yeah, I'm now, curious is it mechanical to see. Or is it biological? Maybe it's know. a mix of two. Maybe the robots have figured out a way to make themselves biological and electronic. Oh, no, we have and then, cyborg. Then they're infecting these people. The mutations are crazy. Like that head is something else. Yeah, dude, it's it's some visceral ass shit. They definitely don't they're, think they're, they're uh, this game is going to be uh, rated T for teen. I think it's going to be an M-rated game, <laughs> judging by all the blood and everything that's going on yeah. in this trailer. <laughs> all this madness. Yeah, dude. I'm, I am almost 100% sure we're going to get some jump scares. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely kind of looks like it's going to play on that horror edge. And then, I yeah, we'll either Mon get Fish it in. for pulling this, this little thing at the end here with the uh The fucking twos. Yeah, yeah. Two. this is such a fucking <laughs> troll. I remember watching it. I was like, oh, it's going to be 2023, of course. And then I was like, oh, 2022? This year already has so many fucking games coming out. Like, month of February was jam-packed, and we're going to get way more coming in the fall. So this goes into that fall slate of things that are fucking coming, dude. It's going to be a a fucking crazy, crazy fall. super fun. I've never heard of Munfish. Mundfish. I think this is their first game. I could be wrong, but I've never Looking heard of them. Here, they were founded in seventeen. Um, not much really for info that I can find right now. Yeah, man. Like I said, I've never heard of them. And then I, when I seen this original trailer, the original trailer for this game, I was like, yeah, this shit's not happening. And then apparently, this fucking shit is happening because they got way more shit to show us. 
country operating in Russia. Russia is their headquarters, eh? Oh, man, it's going to be some spyware. <laughs> okay, so it seems their first game they was released by this company is Soviet Luna Park VR. Oh, okay. For, yeah, and that was released in 2018, so this appears to be their second game ever made. Okay. So 2022 Atomic Heart available on basically every platform besides from our poor uh, nintendo yeah nothing comes out on that nintendo switch no unless it's pokemon or mario you ain't getting nothing (laughs) you ain't getting nothing you ain't getting shit but yeah man it's a a very cool looking trailer it's definitely one of those things i would it came on my radar and i i think it's gonna stay there after especially after watching this trailer i gotta at least see how this pans out there's just a lot of fucking madness going on oh yeah yeah, oh, this man. looks super entertaining. I'm, I'm, I'm in it. Yeah, I man. want it. I feel it. First person shooting ability game. Yeah. With mech and zombies, I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can never go wrong with that combination, man. <laughs> Alrighty, man. So that brings us to the uh, end of our trailer spree that we went on. Now we're kind of in more of the discussion mode, and here we go. We're gonna kick things off with this article that was by Tech Radar. They're explaining that halo infinite is losing players fast but there that's not a problem or that's no problem for a live service game is what the the headline reads but they're talking about here i'm not going to read the whole article but there's a, a paragraph where they talk about on pc halo's player count has dropped dramatically since launch <clears throat> peaking at just thirty thousand concurrent players on steam which is very low for a game of halo caliber and when the game launched it had a peak player of above quarter million so that is an insane drop when you compare it to its original very big drop original figures and i have played a lot i definitely have stopped playing but i'm curious to get your perspective because i played on console so it's it's one of those games i'll I'll probably go back to it but you've you've played it on pc so i'm curious to see do you fall in this camp of people that have stopped playing definitely fall into this category of the 90 percenters so definitely played it on launch uh the nostalgia of the game and the wanting to push more towards a pc type gaming experience versus console uh ultimately leading to me just i'll never not have console or ever not ever play console again and just stick to straight pc so Maybe that could be the reason why for a lot of people. Maybe they're just wanting to play it on console. It's that whole nostalgia feel. Like, these games have been around as long as we've been around. Like, playing playing Halo on console just feels like home versus a keyboard and mouse. It's, I don't know. I don't know if people are the same. Uh, I'm 90%. Like, that's 220,000 players that just stop. Yeah, like that is a that is a chunk of people. No wonder there's an article on this. That is no bat of an eye drop. That is a large, large drop off of players. Yeah, bro. Now, did they? The other thing I want to know: Did they lose these players, or did they just switch over to console? Because that's ultimately what I did. I just stopped playing on PC and I just moved to console. Yeah, I I don't know. I I that is actually a valid point. Uh, I don't think we can actually access the numbers of like how many players are playing on console unfortunately so i I don't know if we'll know that but that is a a valid question but like i think the vast majority of the reason is i didn't i haven't played halo infinite on pc since i got access to a test flight where i originally played it on pc and i didn't hate it but i didn't love it 
So I kind of fall in that same camp where I played it on PC, but I certainly preferred it on console. And that very well could be the case with a lot of this. But I think it's safe to say that, you know, that 200,000 player count, some of those people are just gone. Oh, yeah. I would say probably over half of those people are just gone. Like, how many of these guys are from, like, our generation of, like, Halo 1 through 3, uh, Reach? Like, how many of those players are the ones that came back to it? And how many of them are a new gen where haven't really played Halo? They jumped into it. You know, pretty good game. But then they went back to, say, Fortnite. They went back to Warzone. They went back to Apex Legends. Like, there's so many shooters that people are investing so much time into. Is this the case that they dropped so many players uh, concurrently? I don't know, man. I think it's... What, like, why did you stop playing? Ultimately, yeah, it's just playing on PC is just not home for me. I would way rather have a controller in my hand, and why not just do that on my Xbox? So that's ultimately why I just stopped playing on PC and just bump back to Xbox. It's home, controller in my hand. We're playing nostalgic Halo. Why not do it on controller? PC, uh, the mouse and keyboard uh, just wasn't for me personally. I just wanted that keyboard. Uh, I just wanted that uh, controller back in my hand to play some good old Halo. Yeah. Are you That's still Are you I still stopped. playing it on? Not as much as I used to. Uh, right now, I'm just really big into survivor first person shooter games, uh, Daisy Rust, uh, those type of games right now. But I did play Halo for quite a while before switching over into a new genre of first person shooter i guess yeah that's fair not to say i don't love it still a great game i still still play it off and on here and there but uh yeah that's i feel like i fit into that 90 percent just for that reason of i just don't want to play it on pc i'd rather play it on console i'd rather have a controller yeah i feel like it's tough man this is one of those situations where like this game is good like at its core it's amazing it's the best halo we've had in god knows how long that's i think that's unanimous way overdue yeah i think (laughs) unless you're like one of those weirdos who really loves five and you like can't live without it everyone else thinks this game is amazing so i i fall in that category of like i think this game is great and i've stopped playing it a lot like pretty much at all i haven't played it in a good two weeks i have no interest in going back to playing it and i played a lot like a lot like probably put easily (laughs) like a hundred or more plus hours in this game already like way more than that. i can guarantee you at least 200 hours and i just don't think like it's worth my time anymore and i i fear i fear a lot of this 90 percent drop off is that it's not so much that the pc side sucks i'm sure that is a a great part of it um but i don't think it's a majority of it yeah like exactly. i i know a lot of pc players don't love playing it on there i know they say it like it's they're at a disadvantage against controllers and it doesn't feel good and i don't think halo is one of those games where you really want to play with a keyboard and mouse personally so i i share that sentiment but i think a large portion of this drop off is like this game just doesn't have anything to do like the the live yeah, service model yeah. that they touted that was why we're getting it for free like it, it's getting old so fast like some of the biggest draws for me are just not in the game right now like no co-op campaign no forge no custom game browser those are three things that are like make the halo experience (laughs) what it is 
So those are three big missing pieces. And then the little bit of content they have given us, it just wasn't enough, man. Like I burned through the battle pass in like three weeks. I had nothing to do. The challenges were stupidly easy. And these new like content drops they do for their events is just another set of weekly challenges that you get to do, which I've done all the weekly challenges needed to do my battle pass. I don't need another six to do so I can unlock some cosmetic stuff. <laughs> like it's cool, but the problem is like everyone unlocks it. So like none of that stuff is that unique or that like, you know, rewarding when you get it because everyone else has it. So uh, to me, it's like, why the, why the fuck would I grind these challenges and play all these game modes and do all these things that I actually don't want to do because they're not fun to do to get these things that everyone gets because they had to like nullify the challenges down to the point where like any guy who plays could get them done. And I don't, I don't want to shit on anyone, but like for me, like I'm not great at Halo, but I'm certainly not bad at Halo. And I remember the first week of challenges were tricky and it took me a while to get them, but I got mine done before they managed to reset it and then do them again. So like, I didn't find the challenges particularly too, too hard. They were annoying, but they were like a decent enough challenge. And now yeah. they've just like put them down to the ground, the dirt level. It might as well be like, shoot your gun 20 times at a dude. And that's a challenge. <laughs> like it's just, it's not a challenge for me. It gets pretty boring, and the content is just not there. So I think a yeah. big portion of this drop is just nobody cares anymore, which is sad to say because this fucking game is incredible. At the base level, it's so good. Mine is like a couple internet things, which they're going to patch eventually, I'm sure. Like, the game is good. I feel like oh, this yeah. was the worst thing it. that could have happened to Halo is that they made a Halo, and then they just didn't have the content, man. Like... Getting a base game perfect is so tricky. And it's so hard to do. And it took them so long to do. And I know it wasn't easy. But, like, you did it. Now you just have to support it in a way that keeps people entertained and wanting to come back. And I fear that by the time they get there, no one's going to give a shit. Like, I, I don't know. Like, what, what, what it would, would it take to get <laughs> you to come back to the game, Kyle? Like, what would make you want to play it tomorrow? Ah. Uh. I mean, everything I loved about this game seems to be there. It seems like something is missing, though, but I can't quite put a finger on it. It's not, I don't know, am I, am I thinking too much of Halo 3 days? Do I want, do I want Halo 3 or do I want Halo Infinite is, I feel like, where I'm at with this game. I feel like I wanted too much Halo 3 and I got Infinite and Infinite is just not hitting me the same way as the Halo 3 days did. Um, play types are there and everything, but yeah, it's just like it just feels like something's missing and there's nothing really to do. It's you jump into a match, you do your thing, you do your challenges, but like so, something's missing. <laughs> I I don't quite know where to put my finger on it though. Yeah, I it's not, it's not quite there. I don't know either. I went back and forth. Like I know there's no levels in this game, like level systems. Yep. Like so maybe that might that have helped was actually but... thinking of that yeah because uh i remember doing ranked or anything you would build your uh level to i think it was brigadier general level 50 or whatever it was but you had to like grind to get it so yeah. those ranked playlists is ultimately where i spent most of my time and uh 
that's not there. Yeah, I mean they have they have ranked, but it's nowhere near as in depth as no. that. It's very easy to get Onyx, and I don't mean that in like a condescending way. Like I am like a run of the mill Halo player, and I got Onyx primarily playing by myself in both open and in closed on controller. And like I said, I'm I'm by no means the world's greatest Halo player. So for me, like it doesn't seem very rewarding to get there because then there's nothing else to do. And I know I play against players that are way better than me and they must be bored out of their minds when they got to play a bot <laughs> like me. You know what I mean? Like Yo, to, to a pro imagine. player, I'm trash to an average player. I'm okay. But like everyone knows if you're very good and you're forced to play people that don't know what they're doing in a competitive environment, it becomes so tedious and so annoying and I'm sure a lot of players are feeling that. And I know the way the ranking system works in this game is pretty bizarre. Like, you can get matched up with, like, Platinums and stuff. Like, I'm at the top tier rank, but I still end up playing against Platinum and Gold players sometimes. Or or they're on my team, which is even more frustrating. <laughs> so it's like, I, I don't understand what they did with the rank system in this game. But I know it, it can be a pain in the ass to fucking slog through. So I'm sure that doesn't appeal to a lot of people. I know it did appeal to me. That was kind of the only incentive to keep playing, but it's just, it died. Like I got top, like I'm in Onyx. There's nothing more I could do. And yeah. it's not very fun to keep grinding Onyx games with how tedious rank can be. So I don't know, man. They, I hope they pull the trigger and give us something soon just so they can kind of Co-op like campaign catch nice. this, that man. That was always fun. Uh, yeah. Forge, just the things you could do in Forge, the things you can make, just kept your attention and just stuff like that. Yeah, man, I, I really hope they do give us something like that if, soon. If they can't figure something out, give us Forge and let us figure something out for ourselves. Let us create like the maps and games that we used to play back in the day. Yeah, on top of that, they just delayed stuff. So like, they had like a season two coming with new content, and I think they delayed that to an un. At least it's unknown to me if they have a date. I, I don't care even because like I'm just so done playing the game that I'm like I, I it doesn't matter. I'll wait until somebody tells me I should play it again to even look at it. Like, cool, sounds yeah. good. You got new stuff, great. Yeah, man, like <laughs> it's cool. I don't want to shit on it too hard. I do enjoy it. I think it's a great game. I just don't think there's enough stuff to do. It's it's not very fun at the current moment, but. Yeah, man, it's sad to see that they have such a great game and that it's just dropping this dramatically. But No, definitely. Yeah, man, hopefully better days ahead for Halo. Uh, That brings us up to our next topic, which is the other first-person shooter everyone knows and loves. (laughs) Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone loves Call of Duty, right? That's the the word on the street. Everybody loves it. We love Call of Duty. So the the other day... (laughs) which was yesterday, Call of Duty officially released this blog post where nobody gives a shit about what this stuff says right here. We only really care about what this says right here, the future plans. And in this, they talk about this year's Call of Duty will be a sequel to Modern Warfare 2019. And this new game will have a new Warzone experience that are both designed from the ground up together, so it'll be completely new. Expect a massive evolution of Battlefield with or the Battle Royale with all new player space and new sandbox mode. I don't know what that means, but that could be cool. And both of these things will be on a completely new engine, which the current engine is pretty cool, so I don't understand what more they could fucking do, but (laughs) I'm down. 
I mean, that would if be can, I mean, the reason to change the engine, right? Like, no, if you can make it better, go for it. Yeah, man. And then they're both being, uh, you know, led by Infinity Ward, which is a surprise to no one. But like, no. this is pretty exciting news. Uh, the Warzone <laughs> Two, which it's been like tentatively called, I don't know if that's how they're gonna fucking, you know, chalk it up. But like, a new Warzone experience is definitely welcomed with how kind of meh this current one is. And the idea that it'll be on a new engine attached to a new game is pretty cool too. Yeah, well, yeah. But I feel like this is them throwing what like a pail of water on the fire that is Vanguard, because poor Vanguard. Nobody cares <laughs> about that game. Everyone's shitting on that game, and I will gladly throw shit in its direction also. I own that game and have never <laughs> launched it. You've <laughs> never once. launched it, yeah. Never launched it. I downloaded it, bought it, downloaded it. Just sits there. Yeah, I never, remember they, they I've did, never played it. They did a free to play weekend and I was like, you know what? I'll try it. Fuck it. I haven't bought a Call of Duty game in like three years, but I was like, I'll, I'll fucking try it. And yeah. I went to go party up with my buddies and it's like, nope, you cannot party up in the free trial. You have to buy the game. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not doing that at all. <laughs> I'm not even playing your you trial, dude. You little shit. <laughs> yeah. You want me to buy you just to fucking try it? No 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 no. That's not how a free trial works. That's not, you know, that's like the worst way to sell your game. It's like, okay, we're going to give you a basketball, but you're not allowed to play it with any other people that you want to play don't with. Don't bounce it on the ground and don't shoot it in the hoop. Yeah, you're not allowed to do what the fucking things you do with it, you do? You're not allowed to do any of that. Nope. But if you want to, look at it. you can buy it and then you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Here's a free trial to the buying experience. Yeah, man. But I feel like this is that's what this is. Is like we know right now. Well, I shouldn't say we know, but like they are probably sitting there going, "Yeah, this is not good. People are not loving Vanguard. We should tell them that one of the most wildly successful games in the last, you know, four years that is Modern Warfare. It broke like every fucking sales record known to man for a Call of Duty yep. game when it came out, and I'm sure it will again when this new one comes out. The campaign in that game is phenomenal. The multiplayer is all right." I don't think it's the worst it's ever been, but it brought us Warzone, which has been insanely popular and continues to do so. And now that we're talking, not only are we getting a new Modern Warfare game, we're also getting a new Warzone game on a new engine. So God knows what to expect. But I mean, like, what do you think? If you had a wish list of what you could do with this, what do you think you're going to get? Just hoping for maybe a better player matched uh, skill matched game settings for Warzone. Um, I'm sick of getting in there, getting sweated. Uh, let's get a better engine for moderating on the whole hacking lobbies. That still continues to be a problem. Uh, not as bad as it used to be, but it's still there. Um, I just, get, I just really want to play Call of Duty again, but I feel like every time I log in, it's like, Ah, it's just not there for me. It just doesn't hit. It's made. It's forced me to look into different avenues of first-person shooters and different genres of first-person shooters rather than look at this game ever again. Yeah, man, it's it's definitely like a fun killer in my opinion. Yeah, I think the way the SBMM works, especially in Warzone, is just brutal. If you're at the higher tier and you run into cheating so frequently that it becomes oh, it's so quite bad. draining, man. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, is out of this world. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna so flex bad. here for a second and say that I am in the top one percent of players in Warzone by a large margin. 
And I get so fucking sick of playing against sweats in that fucking game that I yep. literally have nightmares about playing Warzone and I uninstall <laughs> it when I wake up because it's terrifying to think about. Like, there's nothing more annoying than just feeling like you need to sweat all the time. If there was a yep. ranked mode, I would gladly play it and I would expect to get that experience in it. But, like, as a casual player, like, if I'm playing with my buddies, I don't want them to be in my lobbies, for one, because it's frustrating for me to play in them, let alone, you know, some guy who can barely get a kill a multiplayer to be with me. Like, it's insanely yeah. brutal for them. So, it doesn't make the casual experience very fun. I understand you could kind of argue that Warzone's not a casual experience, but I think it should be. So I really hope we do get a little bit more of like a toned down SBMM or at least an, a ranked mode to like supplement that. So maybe yeah, the sweats could them. go play in the sweat lobbies and it would be a little bit yeah. more toned down. I mean, we got Ricochet, which is the anti-cheat, which apparently is doing something. I think it's pretend. I think it's just a cardboard box they wrote Ricochet on. And it's like, yeah. you know, <laughs> they put some fucking wires in it. And they were like, yeah, man, it's our anti-cheat over there. It kind of does stuff. But people still cheat all the time on it, so I think it's make-believe. And so maybe this new engine will be, like, more intertwined with that. I know they were talking about it was very hard for them to make an AHE because of the way this game is designed. Uh, so maybe that's why they're ex designing this new experience from the ground up with this new engine. Maybe that shit will be, like, fucking, you know, in the code kind of thing. Um, yeah. I, I hope we see that. The new play space is exciting to me because I don't love the new map. I don't think it's the worst, but I don't love it. I think, you know, the old map Verdansk was a lot better than the new map, in my opinion. Yeah, I liked it more. Stuff. You know, so I hope the new play space is a little bit more refined. Maybe it's a little bit more like Call of Duty maps. I kind of miss that from Blackout, where Blackout had like, you know, individual yeah, COD maps Blackout, littered yeah. through the map. So like that you kind of got nice. little doses of nostalgia and you got to like, you know, have those little firefights in familiar areas. So I, I hope they kind of maybe do that again. And then the new sandbox mode, I don't know what that means. I'm assuming it's going to probably be like, the free mode in Fortnite or whatever where you can run around and do whatever you want and maybe they'll have some more like you know you can make a custom zombies game or something maybe that's kind of what they're investing in i know this some game creativeness literally it. prints fucking money so they can afford to develop it it's only yep. the highest grossing game of all time i think it's ridiculous it makes like two billion dollars a fucking couple months i know it makes <laughs> two million dollars a day it's ridiculous you you can afford it you can afford to make yep. everything I mean, epic game. Epic bought a mall for fuck's sakes with the Fortnite money. You already got shit. Just fucking put it in your game. Yeah, Stop paying Bobby Kotick. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. But I mean, like, that's what I would like to see. I think I agree with you that I would like to see maybe the SPMM turn down a little bit. Yep. I think that would be a, a huge plus to a lot of players, not just me whining about it. I think it would be a little bit more, uh, you know inviting to new players um there's no fun in joining these games and getting absolutely slam dunked on time yeah. and time again and i'm constantly in the gulag yeah. goulash. like there's how like this speaking of uninstalling like this is the first game in a very long time i've uninstalled once or twice with yeah. the amount of just being fed up with drop in get shot out of the goddamn air fall to the ground i don't know how many times that's happened but that is frustrating 
before you even get to play the game, you're dead. You're in the gulag. You die again. You're like, oh, great. Like, don't give... Maybe for the next one, don't give any weapons in the air. Let us fall down. Classic Battle Royale. Find a gun. All you got is fists or maybe give us a knife. I don't know. Something something less than a friggin' pistol in the sky. Yeah, the pistoling in the air is a little frustrating, I that, will admit. That they should have took out a long time ago. Yeah, it's cool when you do it, but when it gets done <laughs> to you, like I'm punching stuff, I'm throwing... My, my controller is a projectile. <laughs> like, this game's uninstalled right now. Oh, yeah. Like, no, that... that stuff needs to be fixed. I like, feel like I that is the uh, the perfect review of Call of Duty. It's fun when you're winning and you're shitting yeah. on people, but it's fucking awful when it's happening to you. Imagine the mass majority of the people that don't do that. Because, I mean, oh, the uh, good players, there's, there's like, there's, like, there's a bunch of them, but like I'm sure the shitty players outnumber the good players. So I'm like, how much fun are they all having? Man, I've looked at the stats. Even I, the playing field. I've looked at the stats. There's like warzonestats.com and stuff like that. There's so many websites that do that. But I've looked at the yeah. stats and the percentage of players, and it's ridiculous. Like, if you have like 20 wins, you're in the top 10% or something. It's like that crazy. And I like that's what I'm saying. Like, I have. I'm in the top fraction of well, the first percent. So, like, the lobbies you get in are ridiculous. But I don't understand if you're playing the game and you have, like, 20 wins and, like, it's still fun for those people because they're only playing against those people. That's amazing. But, like, mix us together, man. Yeah. I don't, like Or give me a break sometimes, at least. Like, when you get into a lobby where everyone's KD is above a 1%, and it's above a one by a decent margin. It is insanely yep. sweaty. And playing oh, with, yeah. like I said, bringing casual friends in to play with me is brutal. <laughs> it's it's not like fun for them. And be like, you know what, man? You fucking ever tell me to play this game with you again, and we're, we're done. Just don't ask me. It, it's not fun for them, man. <laughs> and it's not fun for me. It's just frustrating for everyone. But, like, it just goes to show you, like, there's such a, a, a vast margin of players that, like, they don't win a lot. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, a lot of those people still enjoy the game. Yeah. And they don't win a lot. And the whole premise of the game is to win. They'll be the last oh. man standing. There's no two ways about it. So if they can get those people to keep playing, even though they're barely winning, if they win, like, once or twice a month kind of thing, like, that, it's a testament to what it is and how fun it can be. They just need to kind of spread that around a little bit so it's not just so aggravating for people at the top. But, I mean, they don't give a shit about me. They don't give a shit about players like me or better than me, which there's a lot of players better than me. They don't give a shit about us. Well, they, they already got my money. I'm an idiot. They care about the casual <laughs> players that are going to keep buying their fucking skins forever. Oh, my God. The battle passes on battle passes on battle passes. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's not the worst system. I, I, free I, to play game. Free to play. It's a free to play game. <laughs> it's, you said it. It's, it is what it is. Are you excited about the potential, though? I mean, not the potential, but the fact that the next one we're getting is another Modern Warfare game? Yes, I am a huge fan of the Modern Warfares. Uh, them being, like, the first games I've ever actually, like, got a taste of what it's like to be competitive and uh, actually do pushes and stuff for rankings and everything. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 being another great one. Like, actually going to tournaments and stuff. Uh Modern Warfare was the ones of choice that really opened me up to the competitive world of Call of Duty. 
Like these things were amazing. So if we were to get a battle royale with these modern warfare style games, like this is this is gonna be really cool. And like you said about the whole uh, blackout, where they had the multiplayer maps as the large map scattered throughout would be completely amazing. I loved when they did that in Blackout. That made it fun. That made it nostalgic. It made it cool to drop in certain spots because they were a familiar map. That would be cool if they did that again. I don't know why they didn't do it in this one. They gave us a completely new map. I mean, they're trying new things, so free-to-play game. Can't complain about it too much, but I hope with the next one, Maybe they do some community feedback. Maybe they see that, oh, this did really good for this reason. Let's let's try and do that again, yet still make it a new game with our own spin on things. Uh, I'm hoping for good things. Uh, Modern Warfare has been good and is still good and still played. So I got, I mean, I'm, I'm expecting good things out of this. Yeah, man. I'm right there with you. I think... If I'm, any new Call of Duty game has come my way, if Modern Warfare is in the title, I think it's a step oh. above what we've at least got right now. Modern so. Warfare? Yeah, yeah, here, here, take my money. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah, yeah, I want that. This might be the first Call of Duty game I have bought in the last, like, four years, so it'd be oh. cool. <laughs> it'd be cool. If I could uh, return a game, uh, I'd be doing that right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, fucking whoops. <laughs> yeah. What am I doing? Free to play. It's free to play. It's free to free, play. Free to play. Warzone is, anyway. Warzone yet. Alrighty, man. So we've we've talked about the Call of Duty. And this is the wish list. Give us less SBMM, a cooler yep. map with maybe old maps cooler thrown map. in. That would be tight. Yep. And be uh, don't fuck it up. Those are the three things I want. Thank Do you. Do not fuck it up, yeah. please. <laughs> it's a it's a short yeah. list, but it's a thorough one. You're losing fans. Yeah. Losing them. Alrighty, man. So let's go into your neck of the woods and talk about oh, this new Apex Legend Apex Legends season patch. 12. This I have... game continues to be just so amazing. A game I will constantly come back to. I don't grind this on the daily and play it constantly, but it is always a game I have tons of fun on and always return to. I have played it. That is my review. <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't think it's a bad game. I think it's a testament to like what the free to play model could be. I yeah. I don't say I love it, but I definitely don't hate it, and I definitely respect the fact that they try to do their best to keep things fresh, and they uh, you yep. know they really do cycle in new content and stuff. And I think that's definitely something people should aspire for uh, in that free to play model. They they don't fuck around. I respect it. So I love uh, that. Yeah, this game is uh, very skill-based. Anything you buy in this game is strictly cosmetic. There is no pay-to-wins, no nothing. It is you, what you got, and that is it. If you're good, you're good. If you're not, you're not. And there is skill-based matchmaking in a way, which is nice. So new players that do come in, you do have a chance to do pretty good. that's not to say that uh, people don't make what they call Smurf accounts and join in these level one lobbies and just absolutely wipe the floor with them. But this game continues to be super fun, does super well, and free to play. Free to play. Yep. <laughs> Minus all the money you sink on Apex packs and uh, battle passes. Yeah. <laughs> like I've done myself. Yeah, those battle passes will get you every time. Everybody's in a hunt for those heirlooms, and that's uh, that's money. Money, money, money. That's what I hear, man. So what makes this exciting? Give me a reason to come back and play Apex Season 12. So they Sell it. They've done some new things with some characters that were seen to be terrible. 
I can find the oh where's he at here so I know that crypto got a boost here he is uh, his Neuralink uh, detection was increased from 160 to 240 degrees so he'll be able to uh, detect people for a much wider area uh, drone is being recalled uh, so his drone was ultimately like his downfall you couldn't play and be in your drone at the same time okay which was really annoying i found his drone to be very viable uh, it was really cool to go up grab a player's banner respawn them open doors scan people open crates you could do a lot with that drone problem is your main character is tied up in a screen you're not officially a part of the team anymore it's basically 2v1 with a camera okay you're it's pretty much useless so now they added a tactical part to Crypto's drone where you send the drone flying in a straight line and direction of Crypto's view for a few seconds. Uh, if you throw a wall, like reorientate itself and face the other way, like the drone feels a lot smarter okay. and a lot more playable that you can stay in your character with your gun out and your drone is still doing what the drone's supposed to do. So it looks like they really increased uh, the playability of Crypto now. Which will be fun because that was by far the less, the least played character I think in all of Apex Legends. Okay, so it's so sweet. they just made his utility like actually viable. They now, made him a little way more, more useful. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, again, we got Storm Point upgrades. Uh, I haven't played the game yet. Uh, work's been busy all week. I haven't had a chance to play, but they, we got it, new additions to Storm Point. Uh, the Olympus map has been expanded. Uh, it's also better rotations in the game to help players get around out of dangerous choke points. Uh, there's new interactive map toys, play, sp play spaces help attract players in. Uh, like they've added a lot of new stuff to the Olympus. Olympus was by far was I think the most hated map that ever came out. Nobody liked it. Okay. So that's good that they made it. Oh, hopefully they made it better. I really got to get in there and try it out. Uh, we got the new legend, Mad Maggie. Um, she's in there. So I don't know much about this character. I never actually looked into it. So her passive, <clears throat> temporarily highlight enemies you've damaged. Uh, no movement speed penalties when wielding shotguns. Okay. So highlighting enemies when you do damage is really nice. You're going to know where that character is after you put some damage into them. Mm -hmm. The no movement speed penalty when wielding a shotgun seems pretty useless considering i think when you have a shotgun out your uh, movement so i think the top movement was something like 299 when you put your gun away and you're just running mm -hmm. your speed was like 299 when you have a gun out it just drops to like 240 or something like that so nothing like too crazy to really notice so i feel like equipping a shotgun and having no movement penalty i feel like that's kind of really useless because chances are when you're playing this character you're gonna put your gun away anyway when you're running Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe in gunfights, but this is like if you got the shotgun out and you're strafe shooting a guy, like you're not really going to notice versus like, uh, let's say, um, Octane's stim ability. Like his strafe when you stim is absolutely wild. So I feel like that's a pretty useless thing they added in there. Tactical is Riot Drill. Fire a drill that attaches to an obstacle and burns enemies on the other side. That sounds really cool for people bunkering down in buildings with, say, a caustic or a rampart. 
just bunkering down into buildings. So you fire a drill that attaches to an obstacle and burns enemies on the other side of the wall. Sounds very good. It sounds very cool because there is a lot of bunker down people that do that, which is super annoying. Hate when they just bunker into buildings. So I'm curious to see this uh, tactical ability in the work. Uh, okay. The other one being wrecking ball. Throw a ball that releases a speed boosting pad and detonates near enemies. That's kind of cool. Oh. So it's kind of like Octane's jump pad, but then also yeah. is a bomb. So I a guess giant, like... I did see a clip of it. It is a giant rolling ball. Okay. I'd like to see how this works. I never actually... So yeah, re <laughs> releases speed boosting pads and detonates near enemies. Sounds very uh, good for uh, rotations. <laughs> you get a little speed and a bomb's coming right at the enemy team, which sounds really cool. Yeah, man, it sounds like you can get away a little bit and also, like, create some space. Yeah. Uh, ability to dislodge enemies behind cover, crushing ultimate aggressive plays. Yeah, aggressive, I think, is the key word here. Yeah, get man. people out of cover by burning through walls. You got this wrecking ball that increases your speed and is a bomb, so you get <laughs> you can run right at them, right behind the bomb. It blows up, and you just run in there just gun blazing. Yeah, man. That sounds super cool. And then the worst thing about this update they could have possibly done for me personally as a as a caustic main was add freaking destroyable trap. So gas traps, as I'm sure a lot of people know, that they were indestructible unless shot at the base. You can one-tap it, it go away. A lot of people would go into... Um, buildings and stuff you would throw a trap against the door the door won't open if you open it the trap would uh, go off and just be there indestructible still keeping the door shut which was awesome they've since added a 150 hp to these uh traps now uh detonating traps have been reduced from 12.5 seconds to 11 seconds uh the 2.5 seconds doesn't sound like a lot but in game 2.5 seconds is like that's like 30 30 damage, 30-some damage right there. So that's pretty pretty brutal. Okay. So it sounds uh, like they changed quite a bit to Caustic. Yeah, they've... I'm sure the gas daddy's still going to be good for bunkering down and stuff, but uh, making the traps uh, destroyable really does kind of suck. But at the same time here, as I'm reading this, it says traps uh, will last 11 seconds unless destroyed, but gas effects linger for two seconds after barrel destruction or expiration so if the gas trap detonates for 11 seconds and then the gas effects linger for two seconds they've increased its trap ability by 0.5 of a second essentially yeah yeah so they've increased it yet they just also made it breakable though yeah they've made it breakable so if you do kill it you still got two seconds of gas in the air that will hurt them so I mean, that's a little different, I guess. Okay. So it might not be it might not be totally terrible. I just hate that the traps are... Because uh, what I used to do, too, say I'm in an open area we're getting shot at, I would always throw, like, one or two traps in front of me and use them as cover. But now if they're destructible, I mean, I guess that'll eat, like, 150 damage that won't be hitting me. So that, that's still pretty good. I just, I'm, I'm just being... A little salty about the health to the traps now that's fair uh alternator smg is returning to the ground which is awesome because our only 
weapon we really had was the RE45 or the P2020 to hold attachments until you find like an R99 or something viable for light machine, uh, light, light rounds. So that's good to see that gun come back. I really like the alternator. Uh, mm -hmm. In its place is going to be the Volt SMG going into the crate now. Oh, okay. Uh, they've increased the damage to 17 and the the magazine size to 28. And that thing has a high rate of fire, so this thing's actually going to do a lot of damage. Okay. So they just made it like a little bit more rare, but then it also is more rewarding when you get one. Exactly, yeah. So the Volt SMG is now the crate weapon. Does more damage, holds more shots, and its kick on that gun was almost like nothing it felt like when you shoot it so it might be even viable for like a little medium medium range maybe long range maybe not quite long range but somewhere in that ballpark okay so that could be cool uh they added a hop-up kinetic feeder for the triple take and peacekeeper sliding with the triple take and peacekeeper significantly speeds up choke time which would be really cool and okay. automatically reloads rounds. So that's almost like having a gold magazine with just having a hop-up. So that's really neat for those guns. I really like the uh, triple take. Peacekeeper, not a big fan, but I see some viability for this hop-up for sure. Hammer point rounds are amazing. <laughs> I always loved hammer point rounds. Uh, P20. So hammer point uh, increases your damage to unshielded targets only, not uh, shields. Okay. So once you bust the shield... The hammer point rounds will increase the damage of that weapon by a certain percentage. So P2020 being plus 50% damage, uh, Mozambique 35, RE45 by 35%. Okay. Uh, RE45 was already a pretty deadly gun I found. Uh, so you throw like purple mag on that thing, lots of rounds. So if you're able to bust a dude's shield and then get 35% increased damage on an unshielded guy, I feel like this gun is going to be pretty deadly. I could see it being used a lot more. Yeah, man. I like the RE45 and the fact that now it could do, like, potentially way more damage to unshielding opponents. It's yeah. pretty wild. Oh, it's super fun. I did uh, strictly, like, Mozambique games when hammer points were around, and you notice a difference. Like, <clears throat> it is crazy. I believe it, man. Uh, What else do we got here? Uh, Flatline decreased to 18. I feel like not really going to notice much with that, with the one damage. Flatline slaps as it is, so that might not be too bad at all. Yeah. Um, Rampage damage reduced from 28 to 26. Uh, I guess that sucks. <laughs> I never really played much of her anyway. Um, Yeah, I'm not seeing... Lots of new stuff in the game. It looks like it's going to be really fun. I mean, like, like I said before, like this is a game I will never stop playing i will always come back to it always play it. i may not push rank as hard as i want or anything like that i definitely only like maybe like push the diamond but never really like an apex or something like that but <clears throat> good casual game for sure well that's cool man sounds like there's lots of shit to be excited for like i said oh, like season 12 is kind of a testament to itself the fact that they've gone so far that they're like that deep in the content stream is pretty wild and it seems like they're still adjusting the game quite a bit, which is good. So they're not letting anything yep. kind of get stagnant or boring or like overpowered. They're kind of always kind of jockling, like jostling around and trying to make sure it's like the best uh, possible experience. Yeah, and then them trying to make these unplayable characters more playable is really cool. Yeah, man. No, that's that's definitely a use because that's the only reason why I didn't play crypto. I was like, man, you're just out of the fight for too long. So now yeah, that you exactly. could like just kind of throw your drone out and have it do some work for you, that's that's really yeah. useful.
and it moves and everything too it seems in a straight line so that in itself is perfect now you can actually play crypto while using his ability at the same time so that's good yeah man. stay in the fight and you're not just leaving your team as a 2.5 versus 3 team i guess yeah no that's fair that's fair all right man Looking like a good game. I'm going to definitely dive into it the second I get a chance, for sure. Looking like something I might have to revisit. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. This brings us to our last talking point of the day, which we kind of both just wanted to briefly talk about this Microsoft Damn. buying Activision Blizzard for the whole sum of a lot of fucking money. The $68.7 billion, which is no... <laughs> small sum of money it's all the money it's not in fact all of it bit not one bit yeah it's acknowledged in... by the world bank as being a massive purchase yeah no <laughs> the shit the eh? world seen this by like crazy They're like can you believe that 68.7 billion dollars is a lot of fucking money because it's a <laughs> lot a of little fucking bit of money, money. Just... i mean jesus 68.7 billion dollars to acquire activision blizzard yeah. and king i guess for what candy crush uh, i'm not a big mobile game player so i'm not gonna really know much about that uh space let's put it this way if you're playing games on your phone it's not a real game not really a real game you quote me on that it's just it's just <laughs> like world of warcraft it's not a real video game it plays itself it plays itself all right take her back a little bit jesus <laughs> That, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You can play games however you want to play games. Remember, I was talking sure, before you just about move opinions. your mouse around and smash face against keyboard, drag across <laughs> left to right, and you'd probably do a lot of damage. But still, that it, is that that's king shit game right there. There's an art form to it. Okay, we we all oh, know. We 100%. all know. It's an art form. It is a beautiful world that game. Alrighty, man, so this brings up a lot of shit. Uh, I know a lot of people have talked about this already, and, I mean, we could go on forever about how this is a good investment and this is a shit ton of money. I mean, it's exciting because, you know, Xbox has been pretty good about the studios they've acquired, you know, in the recent past, uh, about letting them do whatever they want to build whatever games just so, you know, they make great games and that, you know, the workplace culture is usually pretty good and they don't really step in unless they have to. So, I mean, there's a lot of pluses to this acquisition. But the big thing I want to know, Kyle, is if you had to pick an Activision Blizzard IP to have a new game made by a Microsoft studio, what would it be? And what would you like to see change about a current game? Like, what do you think Microsoft could do to fix a current game? Now, what I'd really like to see, a rts games such as starcraft come to console since they've acquired this yeah that'd be I cool would love to see starcraft come back into being a being a game and throw it on because it's not starcraft's been on console before i remember back playstation 2 you could play starcraft on console yeah so it'd be super sweet to see because I love a good RTS game. I haven't played one since Halo Wars, and if they could bring StarCraft onto the uh, console, that would be super fun. Since yeah. they have it now, anyway, like just do it. Diablo is on console. Why can't StarCraft? Yeah, that seems like a no-brainer. Honestly, they could oh, dumb exactly. it down a little bit. Like the Halo control, the Halo War controls were like pretty good. So I mean, yeah, they definitely they could were. make it playable. That's that's for sure. Yep. 
So that's what you'd like to see as a console StarCraft? That would be nice. Uh, the <laughs> There's always been this wish list of people saying, like, it would be sweet for World of Warcraft to be on console. How that would work, I have no idea. But if that was ever a thing, which I don't know if it ever could be. Um, there's just so many spells, so many things on, like, your cast bars. Like, I can't see that coming to console at all. Maybe, so StarCraft being one that I know that they would be able to do and would be really sweet to see on console. Um, Overwatch maybe being the next one that would probably be able to do. What that do you would mean? Be cool to see. Like Overwatch? Uh, bringing, it, bringing it to console or something. Overwatch is on console. Is it on console? Yeah, you Man, can play I'm... Fuck. Never mind. You, you can play it. <laughs> <laughs> What would you oh, what would you like to see a current game change? Like what would you like to see them fix? Like if you could ask Daddy Phil for any fix for any Activision Blizzard game, what would it be? Oof. Fix fix Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I mean I feel like you just gotta go back to basics. I don't know what's going on now, but it is it just doesn't feel like Call of Duty anymore. Yeah, that's fair. I'd say fix that. Uh, World of Warcraft's kind of in that same boat. Not lately, it's been better, but I feel like I don't know. What I would love to see now that this all happened is get rid of the goddamn subscription to play a game that you already own. I don't want to buy. Like it's so it's so dumb. It's been dumb. The game is just addicting and great, and that's the only reason I did it. But I hate having a game that i gotta buy a subscription to continue to play the game i already bought so if they could get rid of the wow time subscription for world of warcraft that would be amazing that's like number one wish list because then i'd be playing world of warcraft right now yeah i just hate paying for a game i already paid for that's fair man that's i mean i think you're probably not alone in that i'm sure there's a lot of people that would appreciate (laughs) that and would come back to play it because they wouldn't have to pay to play it and I mean, especially yeah. now, like that game kind of like existed in a time where like free to play games weren't really a thing. So yeah, the exactly. subscription model made sense. But I mean, in, in the modern game landscape, it makes no sense, especially games like New World and Lost Ark dropping and their MMOs Man, and they're free. New World, that game died faster than it came out. Yeah. Have you seen anything on that Lost Ark game that came out like on Friday? No, that yeah, that's a new game that just came out. No, I haven't uh, played or seen anything about it yet. I did hear some talks about Lost Ark, but uh, nothing too crazy yet. I played a little bit of it today with Justin, and I think it's it's cool. I definitely see the potential. I know a lot of people are enjoying it. I'm not a huge MMO guy, so for me, it's it's not something I'll probably play forever. But, I mean, I'll definitely dabble in it. But, I mean, I could see a lot of people like really turning to that. It seems like a pretty premium experience for it to be a free-to-play game. It's pretty wild. Yeah. But... Yeah, man. What do you think of this Activision Blizzard thing? Like, what's your thoughts on it? I, I gave my two cents, but what do you think about it? I think they, as expensive as it is, I'm pretty sure, like, that's probably a pretty bang-on price point for these kind of games. Um, one thing I'm hoping for is, now that they've been acquired by Microsoft, uh, culture. I know there's a huge toxic culture with Activision Blizzard. There's actually a lawsuit in California being formed on it as well. Um, I know that they sent out a thing basically saying, either you guys fix your culture or we're going to have to come in and try and fix it for you. Yeah, I'm sure that will be a thing. A lot of these like uh, 
Yeah, a lot of these companies that are buying other companies, they like to buy them and then just kind of let them do their own thing. Like with Sony buying uh, Bungie, they've said, like, you guys are still Bungie. You're just owned by us. So you have our resources. Just you guys can still do what you want to do. And that's ultimately what Microsoft seems to be doing with Activision Blizzard. They bought it. They own it. But you guys still do your thing. Here's just more resources. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly, man. I feel the same way. I'm sure they will fix that. That seems like a no-brainer. I don't think Microsoft's going to let Activision just be a fucking press nightmare. So I'm sure they'll fix it by force if necessary. But That's that's big money they just put into it. They're not just going to let this burn, no. Yeah. These are such good games that just make them what they, like, not... Make them what they used to be, yet modernize it to, like, put your spin on it too. So we're always looking forward to the next game again. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what I would like to see them do. All right. Yeah. What do you What do you want to see? What do you want to see with this buy? What do you now that they own everything, I want to see them give the coalition, the studio that made Gears of War, I oh, want shit. them to make a Space Marine game. Ooh. So I want them to take like the Space Marines from StarCraft and make a fucking third person shooter like Gears of War. I would love oh to see God. that. I think that would be fucking cool. That, yeah. No, I'd play that. <laughs> yeah, man. I think that's, if I had a wish list, that's like on the top of it. Because Co- Coalition makes fucking great games, and they we know they can crush the shit out of a third-person shooter game. And yep. I think it would have that kind of like visceral vibe that StarCraft has. And uh, I think that would just there's, be like a perfect story fit. there, too. Like, oh, make yeah. a campaign. If you, like, oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, man. I think that would be Put us in the cool. firefight. Plus, there's, like, you know, not a lot of onus on StarCraft lately. Like, they haven't made a new one in a while. And, like, no, it's no. It, it's a particular type of game where, you know, unless you really like RTS games, you're probably not going to enjoy it too much. So it would be nice to see them, like, expand that universe into more uh, variations. So, like, different types of games so more people can get involved. Like, kind of what they're doing with, like, League of Legends and their story games and stuff. I think stuff like that is a good move. You got all that IP and all that lore. Why not? You know, yeah. put it to use in a different style of game and get more people involved and stuff like that. Oh, I'm <laughs> hopeful, very hopeful. Yeah, man, me too. They got some good stuff here now that's all in one place. Uh, yeah, take us home. Yeah, man. <laughs> make us, make us want to play. Make us have something to look forward to. Get these hopes and dreams up. Yeah, I want to see some good stuff. I, they couldn't have asked for a better buy, like, you know what I mean? Especially with all they the turbulence. Activision and Blizzard, like these are no little names. These are known names that have been around for a very long time, and they have them now. Yeah, that's a lot of IP that they just snatched up oh, real 100%. quick, dude. Like this will be a memorable moment. Uh, this will be talked about for a while. Like this is no small acquisition that they just got here. Yeah, man. I look. Really, I really look forward to it. I think it's going to be good. I, the only good things to come from this, I think, I really do think that. And, uh, I mean, just fix, yeah. make Call of Duty great again. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> make Call of Duty great again. <laughs> just, you know, together, together we can again. make COD great again. We can. We can and we will. Yeah, man. <laughs> or they better. They better help yeah. us make it better. <laughs> make yeah, ex- COD great again. Exactly. Make COD great again. 
But that's it, man. That's all the talking points. I think that was a pretty action-packed show with a lot of shit, a lot of trailers. A lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of, of stuff. shit talked about. A lot of things to be excited for. If nothing else, yep. this podcast shows you that there's a lot of shit to look forward to in the future, including more episodes <clears throat> of it. So I hope way you guys more, subscribe more. and follow and do whatever you got to do on the platform Smash that you're listening or watching to it. Every button that is there to click, click it. We want you to click both the like, the dislike, leave a comment, leave a review, you know, tell us why we're stupid and then tell us why we're amazing, but do it in that order. What you want to see, like, what what do you guys want? Like, we don't, like, we're here. We're going to talk anyway. You could throw your two cents in and we'll take a look at it. Like, why not? Exactly. Ain't nothing wrong with another man's two cents. follow, subscribe, (laughs) turn that bell on. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. So much stuff. So much stuff. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. What? What? I uh, I mean, I don't know. Link in the description below? What? What? Mid tasteful nudes pop? Maybe? I don't know. Probably not. I'm just a man. Just a simple man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just a little nip slip? Just a little. We keep it classy on my OnlyFans. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, in the future, we will have other platforms as well. We're taking a look into TikTok, Instagram. We will we will try and be everywhere. Amen. Yeah, everywhere. Also, you can tell people to come watch your stream. God damn it, you have a watch stream. Watch my stream. Yeah. You can come see me at twitch.tv forward slash funkai. Yeah. Stream almost every day. The schedule is there, 9 p.m. Mountain Time till about midnight until I pretty much feel like getting off because I still got a job in the morning. But, uh, you know, the grind is real. Yeah, Catch man. me there. Catch me on Instagram, fun.kai. Uh, also on YouTube as well, funkai. Search Can... me up there. I guarantee you I'm probably the first thing that pops up. I am OG as it gets now. Catch him everywhere, including outside. Everywhere everywhere find me outside yeah how about that you want a hug sure i'm down <laughs> i ain't scared he ain't I'm scared here. i love the, i love the people all righty man i think all that's right. gonna this do it for it. us you can, thanks for listening guys and uh thank hope you, you enjoyed thank it you, and we'll uh catch you guys next time bye-bye next time everybody bye-bye